Hi, welcome to the Social Nerdcast episode 4. Because there's. There was the Batman v Superman one, but I couldn't upload it. But it technically is kind of. It was supposed to be a podcast. Really? Well, yeah, I was going to upload the audio as a podcast because the damn thing's like an hour and a half long. And then. But we recorded it on the Windows 10, which the audio file wasn't compatible. That's a good idea. We should start uh, doing double of those. Yeah, that's why we did it. And then the audio format didn't work on, what do you call it, on Saturday or um, Friday. We're going to take this laptop and we're going to record both at the same time. All right, cool. Which, by the way, uh, we got to edit that video, like, tomorrow. Like, I'm probably going to come to your house tonight. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake you up and watch you edit that video. Ah, sure. Oh, Jake, we've got introductions. Let's do this. Oh, shit. You're up. Um... <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, are we starting? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we've started. <laughs> yeah. um, as always-ish, because <laughs> it's rare, <laughs> I am your host, the man with the big dreadlocks, Alex Henderson, a.k.a. Super Nerd, a.k.a. Nintendbro. That's a good one. Ooh, that, that one was new. I like it. I like it. Um, to my immediate right... As always, is my Vietnamese co-pilot, Sebastian Alwanski. Sin Chow. I know I've never actually Vietnamese on here before. What's well, Sin Chow? Hello. Yeah. I mean, I assumed as much, but I, I figured it had... It also can mean goodbye. Yeah, that's true. There you go, your fact of the day. Like, come see, come saw in French. Really? Mean, not, not come see, come saw. Sava means how are you doing, but it also means okay. So if I go Sava and then you go Sava Sava, I go Sava. We just had a conversation. We wow. follow about our separate ways. That's actually free. We just shout Sava at each other over and over again. All right. And then next to him we have my twin brother in crime. Yeah, yeah that's, that's real good there, there Alex. <laughs> Theodore Henderson, aka Ted. I, I know you guys can't see what Alex is. So he's just so proud of himself right now. I love my jokes. Yeah, they're the smiles you have every time you start the, a podcast. Because they're the jam. I love podcasting. It's my favorite thing to do. I actually tend to enjoy them more than our videos. It's it's it's, it's easier and we can have more it's fun. It's just with us it. being us yeah. with a microphone, aka Ted H, aka Gun Guru Forty Five. AKA. Yeah, you see, you say Gun Guru 45, but they want all four of our fans, if it's even that many, <laughs> add you on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's up? Isn't that like, I mean, what are they going to do? That's true. Well, you're very, you don't like friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people like all that much. I don't mind friends. I like my friends, I mean, just to be fair. <laughs> um, but I mean, if I have to start doing the Twitch thing, then true. I'm going to... Maybe our soon-to-be resident Twitch streamer. Yeah. Ted. Ted. Tomorrow, actually, if we can go to Game Exchange, we can see about getting... Oh, we have to get the bar soon, by the way. Oh, yeah, we do. Workout yeah. bars, not drugs. <laughs> we keep on forgetting that. We, we, we texted this guy. No, I remember, and I tell you, and then you're like, oh, never mind. What are you doing? Oh, I was checking out your Doctor Who blankets for you. Oh, yeah. It's super soft, man. I'm wrapped up in a fleece Doctor Who blanket. Yeah, I'm actually really jealous because it's Cause a uh, tad bit cold in here. Yeah, that's why I have it. All of, all of my... As I'm sure everyone knows, we record literally in, a, in my bedroom... 
I, I kind of built a pseudo studio in my bedroom. <laughs> we, we also record in here too. Yeah, it, if you show our videos, it, actually, it looks really nice. It looks nice. You know, go to go to the social nerds at YouTube. It's um, a really big bedroom though, so it's like yeah. I mean, yeah, you had to put some work into it, but it's like you have the necessary space. The camera work is always a tiny bit tricky, but that's the fun part. You know, I really just want to build a shelf right there, so that way. So have have oh my a, god, it'd be yeah. so much easier. Yes, yes, do that, Ted. That would be pretty cool. Because then you could push the bed back, and you wouldn't have all the space. Yeah. Well, we'd have more space here. And then, like, I have the wood to do it. I think I have like a small shelf that I could put right there. I I, I will help. I mean, as long as it's small funds, I will help us. You to make be like two brackets and some screws. Oh right, yeah. I have the wood. Let's, let's do it. It would have to be braced pretty well in case I actually want to kick it. Off. That's what I'm saying. Is like I would have to find this because I have a shelf uh, next to the yeah. in, over there that's white, so it would go with the wall. And we could set it to the but I right height. Yeah. Oh, this is well, our video is about to get much better. But um, all right, so topics. Yeah. What are topics? So um, over the weekend we went to a uh, local Comic Con in San Antonio, Texas. Pretty awesome. Which was about uh, three hours away. Yeah, Maybe not two hours and forty minutes. So yeah, I'm just you know. Yeah, I, 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 no. we don't live in San Antonio. We live, uh, you know, we live in Texas. At an, well, my point is, is yeah. we're not you know we we didn't just stop by the San Antonio. We we yeah. acted, we had to, we had to go out and go to it. It was a yeah. Uh, I had to drive. I had to drive back and then go there again the next day. That so, was uh, fun. We're gonna talk about that. Um, so uh, real quick, Sebastian, mm-hmm. I don't know how much it comes through on the microphone. But if you're going to drink... Oh, I, I um, can barely hear it because I'm trying to be as quiet yeah, as I can. but just turn can. away from the microphone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you can't, you can't be like... Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. I mean... Because, you know, the water is just... Small sips are, are, th- are through. Back on topic. I'm just... <laughs> Comic-Con. Yeah, so we're going to talk about Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. That we went to over the weekend. It was a lot of fun. And the NX. Um, we're going to talk about the Nintendo NX rumors. Very exciting. Because, uh, as you know, me... And I am one of the biggest Nintendo fans, and Ted yep. is one of the biggest Zelda fans. It's true. And Sebastian is coming over to our side, and it's hilarious, which we will also talk about. I haven't owned a Nintendo system since the 64, man. Dude, you, know, you just we? bought two 3DSs. You so have got to well, be... I did technically have a Wii from, you know, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, yeah. But I mean, you didn't, that's, that's weird. Everyone had a Wii. Yeah. I had a GameCube. There you go. That's yep. okay. Sebastian, you just bought two 3DSs. You've got to be a pretty big Nintendo fan to just go out we'll and talk buy about two it. 3DSs. Yeah, we'll um, and then topic three, which is probably the smallest topic of the day. I think we're missing one. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about our Pokemon Go obsessions. Oh, yeah. Yep, topic three is Pokemon Go. And what's the fourth one? Suicide Squad. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to... Well, that's... Well, it's more well, of a shout-out. Yeah. A little, little bit. A little, little, little tidbit. There was another thing. Yeah, we're missing something. I'm going to check the news. Because I know there was something else we were supposed well, to Well, I guess we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll jump straight into Comic Con. Alright, well, while Ted's looking it up, we'll just, yeah. So, uh. So, first off, it was pretty fun. Yeah, well, I had a lot of fun. By the way, did you guys see Powers was cancelled? What? Yeah. Right, that sucks. Yeah, I, I, don't I didn't know it was gonna go past season one, so. I don't know if PS, a PlayStation, so. Well, yeah, that's right, you are you were going to get one, or were you gonna? You were like gonna get mine, or something like that. Yeah, I I, mean, I watched it at your guys' house. Yeah, it was super awesome. Yeah, we watched like the pilot together. It was pretty cool. I I enjoyed it, 
And I was going to get a PS4 for a while for, uh, what game was it? Uh, it was um, Bloodborne? Attack on Titan. No, it was for Digimon Story Savage Delete. That too, yeah. I was like... <sighs> uh, so I, I was going to play at your house. But Attack on Titan, well, just a quick tidbit, it's uh, now going to be on Xbox One as well. So thank God for that. I, I know you guys aren't big into the anime. I have seen and some... Yeah. You showed me Trigun in Vietnam. It was awesome. I'm pretty sure you would enjoy Attack on Titan. It's just, it's dark. It's, it's pretty dark and gory. I saw the first two episodes, or maybe, uh, it was weird because um, there was an Attack on Titan video game that came out um, for the 3DS. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Um, I didn't know anything about it, but whenever it came up, you know... I'm a very big fan of like checking eShop and I buy things from eShop all mm-hmm. the time. I have a lot of digital Nintendo games. And then but they had up it was like, "Hey, here's this game, but you know the 3DS is it's, you know, it's I love the system, but it's mostly for kids." So, they had this game that I'm sure like 90% of the people about giants literally right? eating people. So like I'm sure this is exactly what it is, because, like, anyone in America, like, any kid, they wanted to sell this game to had no idea what it was about. So, literally, on the game's page well, was the first three episodes of the show. Attack on Titan was a big hit in America. Like, the only thing that's really surpassed it, like, because when it came out, it just was oh, everywhere. I know. I know. And then One Punch Man came out, and that yeah. just destroyed. I know it was, it was big, but, like, then, when it came out, it was, like, it was big, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, as everyone knows what it is now. Yeah. But it was literally like then it was the first like two it was either two or three episodes on the game's page and you didn't even have to doubt you literally it was just there like a trailer and you watch the episodes and you're like okay so I guess I know what this is about <laughs> let me buy this game but I'm sure like everyone was like okay oh, I know what this is if they even took the time to watch it and they See, just didn't buy it. What's really it. cool is that's a four player co op. Yes, I'm just I'm stuck. Um, you can't do that. It's so weird. I think you're trying to get my attention. <laughs> It's, You're just it's stroking just, his soft. blanket. Anyways, um, me, Birdo, and Twitchy are gonna play the Shiznits out of that game. I I would love to play with you guys, but I know you guys probably aren't into that. But it's a four player co op. I mean, I'll try it. Uh, the gameplay looks amazing. I'm, I'm big sure, in the co op. I'm not sure if you checked out the gameplay. I have not. I didn't even know it was coming out. Oh, until dude. Just uh, well, after this podcast, check out the gameplay because it is pretty awesome. And then we'll we'll go watch the show together. I'm not sure how much you'll enjoy the show. I remember the first couple episodes I watched was like... It's a pretty good show. Yeah, it's it was just, like, it was okay, but I was just like, this is just... It, it depends on how you can deal with dark and depressing stories. It was just so weird how, like... It was just weird. And then I didn't really understand, because I guess you have to watch like more and more of it yeah. to like really understand what's going on. It's one of those shows that it starts out super... F- quick and then it slows down for a moment and then it speeds back up again all i want is season two of one punch man i actually you know the the dubbed version of one punch man has been rolling out over the past few weeks really yeah on toonami and oh really yeah i um, don't know it uh it's it's but i wanted to record it but i forgot so now i have to go online so i can watch the dub versions just so i could you know i, I want to watch them just to see how they compare mm-hmm Okay, yeah, because uh, so some dubs are better than the sub and vice versa. I don't know, because, like, I watched the trailer for it, mm-hmm. and it just... Sounds off? This thing is, like, everything else sounds okay, but Saitama sounds just a little weird. 
because the guy who voices him is like does such a good job of just like yeah, he, whatever. Yeah, he has that nonchalant yeah, he's just like, like, attitude. Okay, whatever. But then this guy, he seems like he's trying to do that, and uh, it kind of comes through. Yeah, I mean, it's like going like Dragon Ball Z. You watch an American, like, everyone has a deep voice. It's pretty awesome. In English, in, in, yeah, in English. But then you go watch it in uh, Japanese, and ev- everyone has a higher pitched voice. Same with Digimon. Like Piccolo, Piccolo's the old, he he. I mean, you know how he has a really deep voice in English. Mm-hmm. Then you watch Japanese version. He has Goku's voice. Like that's as deep as the voices go. It's it's, it's racist. Same, is the same with Digimon really? Yeah, actually, like all the Digimon, like yeah, in Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, it's uh, a like fun, a pers- fun to say. Yeah, it is Cyber Sleuth. Cyber Sleuth. Damn enemies. <laughs> anyway, um, in traditional persona, a lot of um, dialogue is voiced, and which is why I really love Persona Four because there's so much dialogue in that game that's voiced. Okay, you never. I've been playing any Personas. Okay, well, I know I I know a decent amount because uh, Birdo and Tony were really into it, and I hung out with them when they were dating. And I was just. Well, a big problem was, well, you know, we got Digimon Store Cyber Sleuth um, because of a petition that, like, they brought to America. But they really? didn't want to go through all of the trouble of, like, completely localizing it. So, first off, the only thing that they changed was uh, the subtitles aren't English, but they still are speaking in Japanese, which mm. is a little disorienting so kind of like isn't uh street, street fighter like that too no i don't think so alex no. yeah not street fighter it doesn't I, I thought ryu and uh ryu spoke japanese in that game i mean maybe like a little bit but i mean or is it Tek- no tekken okay yeah that's right tekken my bad i don't know i don't play tekken i was like i guess hadoken isn't exactly an english word <laughs> I-, I just wasn't sure but i'm pre- i guess in street fighter i have the option to switch it japanese english like most i'm games. sure but anyway uh but they got what was cool about that game and whenever it came out i didn't realize that it was because when i originally read it they were getting all the original people who voiced like the original digimon and stuff mm-hmm. to come back and like do the voices but it was the original Japanese voice actors, so that whenever it came up, it sounded real weird, and I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and it was because it was all the Japanese uh, voice actors, and they sound like super high, and kind of Agumon sounds like a girl, and it's just weird. Makes sense. But it's like super cool, it's a fun game and stuff, but like, I don't know, literally like I tried playing it like four or five times mm-hmm. with the volume and then I just muted it because I couldn't because they're like <laughs> screaming in Japanese and then I'm just having to read the English words and like the music isn't the best you know really so, that's disappointing well typically if you just roll with it long enough you get used to it I'm sure I would but I was like literally I was like I can mute this put like something on my phone and it's because it's a lot of grinding in those games oh so. yeah well, that's what I had to do with uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie. Wait, Alex, did you watch Dragon Ball Z movie with me when it was just, when it wasn't dubbed yet? The Battle of Z, I think it was. The first, the, the newest one. Not, 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 the newest, not the newest one, the one before the newest one. The one with the cat guy? Yeah. No, I watched that dub. Did Battle you? of the Gods? Yeah. Yeah. 
I watched it. Did I watch it with you? No. What's up? Dang, man. I you watched it. You did watch it here, but yeah. Well, you, because you watched it. Maybe I watched it with Berto then. No, you watched it. I think. With, I think you watched it in theaters. Oh yeah. yeah and they right. may have been dubbed or, or subbed in that, and then it was dubbed. Whenever you watch it here, you you right, think you, you watched it here with like Joel, I think. No, it was James. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was James. I watched it with almost everybody. I like yeah, it. That's a good movie. Didn't watch it with me. All right, so uh, we ended up talking about anime for the beginning. Yeah, it's of the fucking podcast. horrible. It's like torture. <laughs> so let's talk about Trigun. The one. <laughs> One I listener we have completely gone. <laughs> Bunch of garbage. Hey man, anime has some really good merits. I would are... not go. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay. We're just gonna stop talking about that. There are some that are okay. There are some that are good. Okay, and then there are some lot, that are terrible. A lot are weird. Yep. Better watch some weird ones, dude. I cannot watch anime okay. with that man. Well, we're done. Okay. Yeah. Stop it. So <laughs> Comic Con. There's a lot of anime there. <laughs> there was though. Yeah, it was pretty funny because we were walking around and you and yeah, I'd be like, "Who's that guy?" And, and I'd have to explain to. Were Alex you there every at the time. at the sword place, the weapons place? Dude, uh, where, they, where they sold all like the fake yeah. swords and there all like so the props many and stuff. anime swords. There, they had those just giant pairs of scissors there, and then <laughs> it was what was weird was not so much the what the description, but who was describing it was me. I was like. Oh, that's weird. It's two giant pairs of. I think it's kill la kill. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like that's weird. It's a giant pair of pink scissors, and then what looked to be, like a fifty or sixty year old man who was like six four, had a very large gut, looked very tan, and had these, like this big mustache. Just like it's from an anime called Kill la Kill, and you know. And then he explained the anime how it's basically. Yeah. You- that was, was like what was it? An alien race inside of clothing that tries to take over the world. Yeah, and then those are what you use to fight him. What was weird was it was completely unprompted. He just started talking about this anime. <laughs> and Tim walks up, going, "Huh, scissors." And he just walks up, "Yup." And then starts going off about this thing, and I was just like, "Full disclosure: Do not watch that anime." It I is... don't plan to. I don't really. It's weird. I hate it. I don't like it. We're talking about Comic-Con. We're talking about the booths. We're talking about anime and okay. I don't like it. There, 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 there was some cool Kingdom Hearts swords, though. I'm not sure much like, like They're Kingdom not Hearts. swords. They're keys. keys. Well, they are. They're key blades. Yeah. They ain't sharp. But uh, there are a few made out of metal that I really wanted to buy. Then there are the wooden ones that were... Yeah. The metal, what sucked the metal ones were cool. Did yeah. you see the giant... Like the They had the Arm Master swords, which, you know... Ours are like they're cool, but they're not very yeah good. They're just you know show pieces. But that's the thing is like they're not even like accurate show pieces. They're just like you know they just kind of look like it in the handle, and then the blades have a trifor, but it's small. Did you see the ones that were like they were like ours quality wise, but they were more of an exact yeah one two. Did you see the uh, Dark Link one? I did. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. the thing is like I saw the Dark Link one, and then I saw another one like. A while later, but I couldn't find a price on any of them. Uh, I think it was wood. It was like forty bucks. There was metal, like eighty. The keyblades are the only metal ones that are somewhat cheap. No, I'm talking about a different uh, shop place. Oh, the because they didn't have the big the one sword there. place next to this other sword place. No, I'm talking about the one on the other side that had the uh, the wands. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. That, that's that was that was like what three or four vendors away though. It wasn't that far. It was small. It was small. Comic Con though. What? I have to argue. Hmm? She's so hostile. 
I'm just saying the truth. And now you're making Rachel facial expressions. Nothing. Just because my eyes are squinted. Oh no, he has a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian, put down the statue. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we have Batman and Superman hanging out with us. We always have Batman and Superman I mean, hanging for real, out with us. They are. That is true. Henry <laughs> Cavill is always right there. Yep. So. Does it make you feel safe? I don't know what's safe, but comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> how do you want to go about this? Do you want to like start with the uh, how we got to go into Comic Con and the pain in the butt of just getting there? No, I just okay. want to talk about the good stuff. Okay. Um, um, Tony Todd. That's yeah, a so, big part of the good uh, stuff. We should totally give that one artist a shout out. You know, the one oh the, yeah. yeah. Do you have his card? I should. Uh, go ahead and you know start talking. Vamp. Um. I think his name was actually, I think it was Tony was his name. Really? So. Yeah. Because they were talking about Tony Todd and they were trying to call Tony Todd. And then he like was like, what? Oh. I thought they were talking about that. There was a lot of cool like artists and stuff like that selling things. They had, you know, booths and stuff. Where does he go? Like, All right. Um, how many cards did you get? Oh, he gave us a bunch. Yeah, huh? he, he, I, I had three of them. That's why I gave Berto one. The so this card says it's, Arrogance his of name's Athena. On the I'm not sure what that means, but his name is Tony Saverda. Saverda. Uh, he has an email on there, and yeah. he, he he has a Facebook thing that he likes doing. Um, oh yeah. At and then his email is Tony Saverda at gmail dot com. Saverda has two A's. Uh, you must you should put so, his so, Instagram or Saverdra. Saverdra. And it's all right. So you know what? All right. So if we're gonna plug this guy completely, we'll just be like he's on. Uh, what what should we get? Well, he's at facebook.com uh, forward slash Tony yes, Saverd Raz. S. All right, so it's Tony T O N Y, capital S A A V E D R A W S. And we're just gonna stop pronouncing it right now because yeah, it's just a monster. I, I feel like we're butchering. Oh, by the his way, name. no, we should um do his Patreon because he does um, what's the word where, you like. What's the word that artists use when you contract them to do something for you? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Commissions. He Commission. Does, he does commissions. Um, so at patreon.com forward slash T-O-N-Y-S-A-A-V-E-D-R-A. Um, okay. He does small ones that I think are like $10 or $20. And it'll be like anything you want as like a bust from like... But then he does... Yeah giant ones and he did like holographics and he did also by the way this is no i mean obviously because we're nobodies this is in no way an advertisement or yeah. anything this dude was just yeah, really was just freaking really, awesome he was just really nice and we really liked his artwork so we uh, wanted to talk about this, it. he was like this he was this cool uh like we go to his booth and he's just kind of sitting there on his computer and he had his stuff everywhere and he was just this like kind of chubby Mexican dude and I walk up and I was looking at his stuff he's like hey if there's anything I can help you out with let me know I was like oh yeah well I'm gonna buy a bunch of this stuff and he's like okay ha 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 and then I was like okay now I want this 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 and he was like oh crap oh wait a minute and then he ended up like I, I want I want to say us confined bought like seven or eight oh no we bought more than that we bought Real? we probably bought like 50 oh, right. we came back and yeah, bought some more cause we bought like a bunch and then Tony bought some and then uh, we got you got some more. I got some more. Um, he does uh, like video game art, uh, comic books, comic stuff. books. Yeah, he did a spawn that I got, which was Ooh. 
Wow, it was me. You, you could can see, see the. Oh, you, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, you can go see ahead. like the tendrils and like the strands in his suit because if you don't know much about Spawn, his suit is a living creature. Um, he did a Pokemon one that we got for Alex that is all of the starters as the Ghostbusters and they're busting um, ghost types. Yeah, all, ghost all types. three of them original ghost types. Yeah. So. And he did this Flash, which was it was like he was turning and he was riding lightning. It yeah, was just, it was. It looks amazing. The guy's incredible. If you, um, anyone who listens to this, please uh, make sure you shout out that Ted and the social nerds from, you know, were the people who saw him at Comic Con and let it, him know. In fact, uh, if oh. you guys like Digimon, he's going to do a four piece portrait so, for Digimon. I forgot to tell you, something kind of funny happened the other day. What's up? I got a new follower on Twitter, uh-huh. and it's Taze on Day. For real? The guy who did Chocolate Rain. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got an email, cause, and I was just like, which the weird thing, it was my personal Twitter, which I don't use. You do know that I follow Taze on Day and have for years. I listen to all of his music and watch his videos really? like, all the time. I'm, and it was, I got, I'm a huge Taze on Day And fan. I got an email, and it was like, Taze on Day follows you, and I was like, there's no way that's the real Taze on Day. <laughs> and then I look, and I didn't have a notification for it, and I was like, maybe he just hit the button by accident. What the? Go. Pause it. Pause it. That's a good thing he gave us his cards. And we're back. So, yeah. You should check out that, that guy because he's really awesome. Yeah, his cards are actually pretty cool too. I'm not, yeah. not sure if you looked at all the artwork on here. I don't get what the phrase means. Um, yes, I'm really controlling that. Arrogance of Athena. I'm not really super sure what that means, but the guy's really good. Well, um, yeah, I, I got nothing. I don't, I don't think it's an anime reference. Yeah, just doesn't matter. Anyway, um, it's a cool guy. Check check him out. Tell him the social nerds gave him a shout out. Yeah, tell him we might get free art. <laughs> For real, if like we get that, if we get that Digimon thing early out of this, Ooh. killing it. So four piece Digimon, dude. Yeah. Did, you tell, did we tell you about that? You told me about it, but you didn't say it on the podcast. Oh. Well, it's going to be a four-piece, like, collection, and but then the, the entire picture is going to have all of the original series Digimon with all of their evolutions. Um, and it, it, he's going he's gonna to make all four pieces in such a way. Digilutions? No. Digivolutions? Stop. It's Digivolve. <laughs> So Digivolution. Yeah, thing is all of their evolutions. Digivolutions. But he's gonna put it in such a way where you can just buy one piece. Yeah, and say Agamon's your favorite. Yeah. You just want you just want Agamon, but you know how could you not? Get well, all the four? thing is like it would have to be like you know a chunk of them because there's like yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah, because like, that's what I'm saying. That's the hard part because he's he's really working on it right now because he's trying to perfect it. Yeah. I wonder how he's gonna put in the little ones like the baby Digimon. You know, sounds oh, dope. Yeah. Or if she's even put those in there. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but that would be super cool. Um, let's see what else do we do. I want to talk. I want to talk about like before we get into like the people we got to meet. Yeah, all the stars and panels and stuff. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to think just, just about the cool booths. I yeah. bought a mask. Um, you bought a mask? Yeah, you got. The, oh, that's right. You got the mask. yeah the cool leather um, Sub Zero mask. That was cool. That got, lady was. I got their card too, but. Yeah. Their stuff wasn't that great. Yeah, she was she was nice enough. But... Right, uh, the the person she was on us she was a very lovely lady. And the the mask is dope. Yeah, the mask is but the dope. other things. Everything else there. Well, yeah, it, it was good. it was a steampunk shop, and they just happened to have a leather Sub Zero mask that looked 
spot on. They had yeah. a, uh, a um, what's it called? A scarecrow mask from the Arkham games. His um, really? Yeah, well, it, it was more of his Ram Steampunk mask, but it looked no, a lot it was, like it. That's was what it she really? said she was. Because oh. there was a guy who was like, he came up like four times to look at it. And then he, she made a joke whenever we were up there. She was just like, I wonder if I'm going to make the same sale like you guys because that guy keeps looking at it. And I was just like, what is that? And then I thought that's what it was. And then she was just like, oh, it's from this Batman game. And I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, she also had a scorpion mask, which did not look... Yeah, yeah. Like, that, was, that was pretty bad. Oh, that was pretty bad. bad. Um, uh, yeah. There was the board game guy. Uh, whatever his name was, I don't remember. But me kind of weirded me out a bit. Yeah, he he, he was. Uh... He had that weird panda shirt that just kind of like stared at you, and he looked like he was from the seventies, with a huge handlebar mustache. I, I, we we did have a pleasant conversation because we both had similar interests. Yeah, I'm not sure if anyone knows this, but I'm I'm pretty big into board games. I know you guys do know this. But uh, me and him have had a decent conversation. But then I think he, he jipped me a dollar. He did which... do that. He did jip you a dollar. He jipped me a dollar. What a dick. Yeah. We, we, um, we had a full nice conversation. And I went back there. I'm not going to buy anything else. It's jipped me a dollar. There was the cool picture opportunity. Like uh, the Star Wars Yeah, as I was about to bring that up. The uh, When we first walked in, oh, yeah. they had the they had a booth of the uh, R2-D2 Builders Club. Which, if you don't know, um, that's like this, you know, it's actually, they, I think they built R2-D2 for, uh, and maybe even, and uh, maybe even, what do you call it, um, BB-8, but I'm pretty sure they built, it was just R2-D2 for uh, The Force Awakens, and they built the different R2-D2s, because it's, you know, they, it's this entire club that make, like, movie, you know, quality remote control R2-D2s, and they had these two R2-D2s R2 uh, R2 going around, um, in the area, were they with the stormtrooper guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's just an entire thing of volunteers that go around looking yeah. pretty, pretty badass. So they, they and they they were like you know, they made all the sounds, they did all the movements because they were yeah. And then whenever the at the end of the day, whenever the DJ was playing and he came out dance, R two D two came out dancing. Yeah, R two D two was dancing. It was funny because we were trying to leave, and then the R two D two was just going with us. And I was like, it's weird because it's just so. Like when you see R two D two in real life, and you have this you know this history, you think it's a real thing, right? So You're I'm like, legitimately like R two D two. What yeah. are you doing? And then we got far enough away into that sad sound. Yeah. So we're we're it, it's like it's just following right next to us, and I'm like R two D two. We're leaving. Please leave me alone. I don't want to hit you, and you're very close. <laughs> and then I'm like R two D two. Come on, and then it got to a point where it was like we had to it was, we we were, we had to go you know through. There was people on this side he couldn't follow, and then as we're getting away, he's like, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. And then you it's could, so sad, but so cool. And you could they had like these three different photo booths. One with Ewoks. Yeah, one on uh, uh, Endor. Yeah, Endor with the Ewoks. Well, the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. Cool. The uh, the other one was on the. Uh, what do you call it? Princess Leia's transport ship from A New Hope. Uh, the the hallway scene where you know yeah. you fight yeah. the stormtroopers. And then stuff. you could, what do you call it? Stand there like you were Darth Vader with and these two stormtroopers. There was one little stand that had, didn't have an R two D two, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, well, R two D two moving yeah. around. Yeah, that's true. So, got a lot of cool pictures on there. It was pretty, awesome. and it's cool. Like right when you walk in, they have these you know 
for all intents and purposes, like living R two D two is just like going around. And Ooh. the stormtroopers that were super dedicated to their yeah. jobs. One of them, one of them had a voice modulator. Yeah, that was, yeah, that that was really so cool. cool. Exactly like a voice uh, stormtrooper, and it was so awesome every and, time he said stuff. Yeah, he was just walking around, just just quoting the movie, and just and then and was awesome. I thought it was just movie quotes, but then he said something that like couldn't have been a movie quote. Really? Yeah, so I was like, oh my god, that's just a voice modulator. That's so dope. One of them seemed a little short to be a stormtrooper. <laughs> Did you see? That was um, a joke. I, I really want to join. I, I, I would not mind doing that because I mean they, they don't get paid. They just do that because they love it, and that's yeah. just so. But you don't so get cool. to buy your own stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I would not mind owning a full stormtrooper costume, especially the voice modulator. Did I mean, you see? Uh, I don't know if Dad told you, but we went with our dad, and uh, he's part of a Facebook group. For, well, yeah, he told me about for, Yeah, that. for Star Wars fans. Uh-huh. And he posts a picture uh, with the two um, stormtroopers. And then someone comments on it and goes, Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, like, this one of these stormtroopers had to be in the same Star, Star Wars fan group as my dad. I thought that was pretty hilarious. And then that's he's hilarious. walking around the next day because me and Sebastian were there for two days. Ted was there for one. And the next day he was like, Hey. What uh, what's your name? Because you can't tell he's got a freaking mask on. Yeah, remember when the storm like it's especially funny seeing stormtroopers dance. Yeah, I just oh my god, every like everything everything they do it looks. There's not any time they do anything other than just walking straight or pointing a gun. It is the funniest thing ever. So yeah, they they had like those two were just dancing with the DJ and the R two D two. It was it was amazing. They also had steampunk R two D two on the table, yeah. Which it wasn't functional, but it looked really awesome. And then they had that uh, I don't know how to describe it other than Glacier BB eight, where you could see all the internal workings of it. Oh yeah, that's pretty that. cool. They also had a steampunk Dark Vader, which wasn't as cool, but still, no. It was next to the R two D two, which mm. is infinitely better. But most of the um, most of the uh, like the booths were like computer artist people. Um, there was one who, it was, it was, the proprietor was this very attractive girl who did watercolors, and they were, the thing, she was super cute, but her stuff was not that good. I liked some of it. There were a few that I liked, but I think they were like 20 bucks, I'm not gonna buy. Yeah, Yeah. it's literally like, I saw like four pretty nerdy looking dudes go up there and just giggling buying they each bought like one picture that they were I liked, like that. and you see them try so style conversation I yeah. liked the yeah. uh, I really liked the Gengar uh, you should went to the portfolio that was a really awesome Charmander I'm, I wasn't I'm, much I'm a that. big fan of the Gengar the Mew 2 one was cool but the problem was is the colors are so muted already and then when you do it in water it's kind of hard to tell so it wasn't the best medium for that character, but I really like the Gengar and the. Uh, there was another. What was the other one? The Ang. Oh yeah. Was really cool. Did you see that lion? Yeah. Yeah, it took. I think I said she said it took like twenty hours to make. So, like I, I was a. Uh, those two particularly, they really lent themselves to the to the watercolor, and I thought they were really cool. But, but some of the other ones, yeah, were. Like ninety percent of the stuff was either knives, prop. Things or like art comic books. They they had that. It was like a bunch of comic book vendors. There, there were a few select sections which are cool to look at, but I wasn't buying anything. Yeah. Like the uh, signatures, the signatures. Yeah, that was the thing. Is like we go to the signature section and there's like 
the guy selling signatures like sets that will cost thousands of dollars for like a hundred bucks and I was like yeah there's no way this well is I mean I imagine he just goes to a con and just gets he's gonna go back up there for even like 20 still bucks. like that right. stuff you put on eBay for like a thousand dollars he's selling like the Stephen Amell uh, signatures for like ninety five dollars I think it was yeah. some of them some of I don't know he yeah, had like well some had the COA on them and some some didn't e- either way it was just like COAs don't matter. You can print out that out and just have anyone sign it. And you're like, oh, it's real. And you're like, That's whatever. That's true. But the guy had, like, an, a Star Wars poster signed by the entire cast of Star Wars. For real? For, like, Including, like, bucks. No, it was it was not. It, it was, was $295. I thought it was, like, $500. No, it was $295. Um, I, was, I was looking for a gift for, actually, you, Alex, but I was like, nah. He had a signed Jimi Hendrix thing. Jimi Hendrix, known for not really signing much. Um... Talk about cool stuff. Um, less things Not like, stuff that annoys you. Less things like most of the stuff was all the same. Like other than that guy who I specifically really liked his stuff. There was one other artist who um, he did stuff in the same vein as uh, the, the Tony Severa guy. Yeah, but the colors but, didn't. Yeah, pop it didn't out as look much. quite as good. But he had one that was a Ron Swanson oh, yeah. Duke yeah. Oh, Silver yeah. one that I was like when I saw that I was like it. It didn't look as good as the other guy's stuff, but I was like, "Oh man, to have Ron Swanson and Duke Silver hanging up in my room. His that sure would be cool." Huge. Well, um, I, I may talk to the guy, but I did overhear him speaking to people. Apparently, uh, the guy that was at the booth only did the coloring of the characters. Like he had, he had a team. One person would draw it, I guess, and then some parts this right another person does something else. Then he colors in all the characters. Now, the thing is, uh, like, Tony Savoy does all of himself. Yeah, like the so colors better. looked good. But the way things were, like, the, the, they, the they looked style. more cartoony yeah. than the other ones. Uh, to give you to, um, like, Tony Saverda, he has more of a, I guess, anime style, but has the cartoon colors where it pops out a lot. And just, yeah. His stuff, Yeah. It, everything just looked a little bit, a bit more clean, whereas the other one, it looked kind of like more of, like, you know, like, bubble, bubbly, like, cartoons and stuff yeah, like actually, that. Actually, I'll say he, he has a really comic book style. Yeah. So, okay. Enough about Tony Savard. He he was well. He was by far the coolest booth. He was the coolest. Yes, but there's, we yeah. still have a lot of things to talk about yeah. the Comic Con. We've talked anyway, about Tony Savard so for yeah, 15 minutes. So we're done minutes. talking about the booths. Uh, um, well, a lot of cosplayers. We're not done. Yeah, it was like there was a there was there was a lot of cosplay. Some of the booths. Yeah, I didn't were, see I, a lot of the cosplay. I'm trying to think of another booth. Well, they there, did have that one like, mystery there, box booth. You guys yeah. see that? Yeah, that was. Yeah. I'm not talking about you know the vendors. You know, there was booths over there. There was the Master Chief. I got a picture with Master Chief. It was the um, he- end of Halo 4 Master Chief where he was wearing the big poncho. And at first I was just like, oh yeah, you don't really see that Master Chief. That's kind of, you know, cool. You don't have to wear as much of the armor. And then later in the day the guy takes his, uh, his um, helmet off. And I realized, because literally I could not tell at all. I thought it was like it looked totally adorable. The guy was like a bitch. And, but he takes his mask off and it was a giant fat guy. And I was just like, you know, I'm fat guy too, nothing against him. But like, as soon as I saw his face, it's like I could make out every single curve in the guy. And I was just like, oh, that's why it's a poncho. The the poncho's a great idea, though. He looked good. He did. He looked good. He had a nice gun. It was, um, there's a lot of Deadpools. There was. Yeah, there was. There was, uh, if you, like in the back, I don't know if you saw it, there was a couple booths that were 
like dedicated cosplay oh, booths, yeah. which is what I was trying to talk about. Yeah. Um, like one, I think the there was, just... the there was the Ghostbusters booth. I was actually gonna want to talk about the Ghostbusters one last. There was uh, the GI Joe ones. Yeah. The Jurassic Park. We forgot. Oh yeah, we didn't. There was a, they had a Jurassic Park uh, Jeep out in front, yeah. like a oh. full. Looked like a dang movie when? prop. That, uh, second, second day. day. Oh, second day yeah. They also had like it was an Echo One, but it was not. It, it looked like it was just on like a '90s hatchback. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It they, was Echo One yeah. out with you know all the manners yeah. of stuff, and, but it wasn't you know. And these guys professionally cosplay as Ghostbusters. Yeah, and uh, they actually they do, do they do charity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. For yeah. Ghostbusters. I got That's a patch. Nice. We got pictures with uh, Vigo mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, they had the a proton slime. pack and slime. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, and my favorite superhero booth was the uh, the vo- the volunteer one though. Like at the very right. Do you mean cosplay booth? And cosplay. You said superheroes Where? because they uh, said yep. they dress up as superheroes. And the very like very corner, like they have dedicated people that just go to hospitals and stuff yeah. as superheroes. Like and you, you could like sign up there yeah. as like a cosplayer. Like, you walk up with the portfolio of outfits, write your name down, your number, and what. What superhero you want to be? And you can go cosplay for kids at hospitals and stuff. Pretty and, awesome. And you get to wear a, a really dope costume. And then uh, they had uh, an entire DC Comics booth. Yeah, I thought for I was actually what they were for though. It, I mean, I think it was just DC Comics cosplayers. That was it? It's like the Ghostbusters. There's professionally. Yeah, and then uh, those are all really cool. I think I don't know if you saw it. I have a picture where it's like I have, I have a picture with all of them. Yeah. And then that uh, Bane was amazing. Yeah. Did I tell you what Dad said? Mm-hmm. He was just like after, because uh, he sent me that picture of you with all them. He was just like, you see that picture, of Alex, with all the uh, the DC people. And I was just like, well, no, he didn't. See. He was like with all the um, the superhero stuff. He was, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, there was like Superman and Batman, and there were like, well, I was like, then there was a couple. He's like, yeah, but you see that Spawn? And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, the Spawn. You see that awesome Spawn? And I was like, I don't think Spawn was in there. I would have remembered that, and I knew there was someone else there, but I couldn't remember who it was. He's like, yeah, yeah, and he like made a big deal for, like, a good ten minutes. Like, spawn, spawn. And I was just like, let me look at this picture. And then I look it up with him there. He's like, see, look, look at that awesome spawn. And I was like, do you mean Bane? <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, he's even got the green stuff. But then they had, you know, these, like, fuck, they were soup. They were really cool. The, uh, the... You missed it. Second day, there was a Catwoman full of outfit. Yeah. The uh, Robin and Nightwing uh, motorcycles. Oh, yep. That looked, they were like serious custom job. Really, really. Straight up Robin and Nightwing. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, like, you know, like a little thing. They were, looked like there was like a, a, a well over a grand's worth of custom work done. Oh, there was thousands of dollars. Because it was like, it was, you'd have to get custom moldings to replace like, um, oh, any piece like there they had like custom stuff over the gas tank it was a custom paint job like it was it was straight up they probably took like you know a Kawasaki or a Ninja and then they just took all the pieces off got new pieces that made it look like the Robert Nightwing motorcycle and put that stuff on there that's pretty awesome that's pretty yeah pretty cool and then uh I'm trying to think of any other the cool boosts that are on the back um, yeah, there are some boosts I not I'm trying funny. to go through it they had some comic book artists that I didn't go talk to because that guy the paintings was really good, but um, they're super expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the real nice yeah. oil paintings. Um, I didn't. I'm not a big fan of like mashups, 
and he had a lot of those. Yeah. So like they were very nice, but I just that was. You have to be done well. Did yeah. you guys see that uh, guy with the original comic, Halloween Man? Oh yeah. He was, he was he was right next to the panels. Not sure he was there the first day. Like in a, like his own comic book. Yeah, like he was publishing his own comic book. I mean, it, it was, I didn't really look at much at it. And it looked kind of strange, but I think it's really cool that some guys just there trying to make a new comic book. And then uh, like props on that guy. He had a few issues. So. Get it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so. Uh, one, one Sebastian. You guys want to talk about the stars or yeah. the panels? Well, uh, we can talk about the stars and then you can talk about the panels. I, 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 I feel like we can do stars. both at the same time, yeah. really. So, so. Well, we just want to use order of days, like first day. Yeah. Red Ranger, Blue Ranger. Well, I can talk Because, uh, like I said, I, I only went there for the first day to go to work. The did next you get day. to meet the Red Ranger, Ted? No, I did not. Because oh. uh, he was there, but I was like, um, we were talking to. So, uh, the people from, two people from the A-team were there, Face and Matt, uh, well, Mad Matt Murdock, and so we were hanging, my dad was a big fan, you know, he, like, idolized his kids, so he went and got to talk with them for a while, and we were hanging out with them, and that was the only time that the Red Ranger was, like, free, and I was going to, but then, you know, getting to see Dad, like, freak out, yeah. I didn't get to go see him, and then he left by the end of the day whenever, uh. Yoshi the Blue Ranger. Yeah, he left pretty early the second day too. But like we just caught him whenever we went yeah. to go talk to him. Was uh was I at the questioning the Q and A while you guys were doing that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think you guys heard a lot of the Blue Ranger, no. Red Ranger, the, Q&A. Po- the Power Rangers panel. Yeah, no. it was pretty yeah, awesome. I was for, there for, for like, context. They had uh, the original Red Ranger. Yeah, and then the, the newest, newest Blue Ranger. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Q and A was pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. It was more about them and how they felt and throughout their careers and everything. And between the original Red Ranger and the new Blue Ranger, completely different. Yeah. Like the Red Ranger, uh, when he went, because he he was he was just a uh, martial artist, and he heard on the radio about the whole uh, you know how oh, come be a Power Ranger. Okay, Power Ranger. And he was like, I'll do that. So he's he's telling us that he went. To uh, this this uh, open call, I think it's, I believe it's called, right? Open call? Casting call. Something like that. Open yeah. casting. Open casting, I, I guess that's what we put it. Well, it was like him and you know, hundreds of other people. And they had like, I think, five minutes. Yeah, he had to go up there and display martial arts for a little bit. And then tell him to, to like, move on. And like, you know, they'd kick you out and move you on. So they moved, they moved him on. And uh, they end up, after like a full extensive... Uh, interview they end up flying him out to meet their creator of Power Rangers and he met them and they're like alright cool uh, you know we you know what yeah you're a Power Ranger now and he's like what and within I think he started on Saturday and Wednesday but he took him to fly out there and they said yep you're a Power Ranger now uh, get your parents to send you uh, your clothes and we'll start tomorrow just like that pretty awesome yeah then the, but the Blue Ranger is telling us how uh, it was like a four-month process. Like he, he tried to be a Ranger for then he didn't break it. Then he had to go through several it's interviews. It's a deal now. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot harder now. Back then it was like instant. And he was, no, he was more on the acting part rather than Red Ranger is more on the physical aspect. So I'm not sure you guys realize, but like back in the day, they, 
Yeah, the actual characters fight the guys in costume. Yeah. But nowadays, it's all only the Power Rangers fight hand-to-hand combat. So, by far, the uh, the king king of the first day, anyway, was Tony Todd. Um, yeah. Well, we also... Uh, let's see, because let's get all the people who we don't have much to say about out of the way. Because we're going to talk a lot about Tony Todd. We're going to talk a lot about the Red Ranger and the Blue Ranger. But, like... Uh, Michael Dorn. We got to meet Worf. Yeah, AKA Michael Dorn. Worf. Yeah, Worf. He was very... Next generation. Everyone else was very, like, nice and, you know, kind of cool and kind of, you know, buddy-buddy. Michael Dorn's very professional, um, you know, because that's, well, I'm sure that's literally, like, all he does. So he knows, like, how to be very professional and kind of, like, get keep the lines moving. Also, so, also like, uh, me and uh, my dad, or our dad, whatever, <laughs> uh, he, we were very starstruck because it was freaking war from Star Trek. And then, but yeah, he was a lot more, you know, hello, I'm meeting you, you know, shake the hand, keep it going. Uh, Next. But it was like, you know, I was like, I don't even know what to say to this guy. And I was telling, I, th- I can't remember who it was, I think it was, I think it was uh, Marissa. But like, we're, we were like walking away, and I was like, oh my god. I didn't get to shake his hand. I was like, I can't leave this without shaking Worf's hand. <laughs> so I was like reaching over, like behind me, like goodbye, <laughs> bye, Michael Dorn, just like waving my hand in front of his face, and then he like grabbed it and shook it, and I was just like, <laughs> shaking Worf's hand in real life. <laughs> it's crazy. Mega starstruck. Did he ask talk a lot about face? And Murdoch. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then, and um, let's see who because there was well, there was uh, who was the what was the other guy from? Because there are right, so Murdoch, face was cool because he was very. He himself was uh man. I gotta look up these guys' names because I feel like kind of a dick just being like face and Murdoch. Also, I can't remember the third dude's name. The other guy from Battlestar Galactica. Did, didn't you guys not meet him? I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, we met... There's two... There was... So there's two guys from the A-Team and mm-hmm. two guys from Battlestar Galactica, but one guy was in both A-Team and yeah. Battlestar Galactica. So three dudes... Old dudes. No. Two of them were. Huh? Two what? Of them were. Who's, the, who's the youngest one? Who's the youngest then? No, Matt Murdock was also in Battlestar Galactica. Oh. No, he wasn't. No, he was in, uh, he was in Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh, yeah, that's the, right. Yeah the, yeah, the other one. The A-Team. I'll slap you in the face, Sebastian. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, uh... What's really interesting is that, is that face, for uh, e- even as an old man, still looks almost exactly the same. It's crazy. Right? Like, you look at it, and I was just like, man, this dude, I can... S- I can see why he was famous and maintained fame for just looking smooth. Yeah, he, it's crazy how well he kept his he has throughout the years. No homo, good looking guy. <laughs> uh, so Dirk Benedict is face from the A team, as well as I'm trying to find his uh his name. Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I knew his name was Starbuck. Yeah, 
So he was he's 71. Damn. For real? Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. Looking good for damn good for a 71-year-old. For real, man. Uh, fit as a fiddle. Uh, I thought he was like, <laughs> I thought he was like, in his, like maybe late 40s. Okay, no. That First is, of all, no. Hell well, no. I mean, considering how long ago the A-team was, I just, you know, figured. <sighs> what? Just so wrong, not even going to. Okay, yeah. I, th- I figured he'd be in his, like, maybe his early 60s, late 50s, I think 70s. Howling. I would think Madden. younger. Dwight oh. Schultz. Yeah. Was the other, is Howling Matt Murrah from the team, and then he was Lieutenant Barclay in Star Trek, and then he was also Mung Dahl from the Cartoon Network show's Chowder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Which I thought was weird. Did I, didn't I tell you about that? Whenever, um... Me and Sebastian, we had went up, and he just had the one picture of Mo- of Mungdal, and I was like, I was like, I didn't know, but I was like, there's no way he did not voice this guy and have this. Pic-. I was like, but because for the first second, I was like, why does he just have a picture of this guy from Chowder <laughs> on the table? I was like, he's got all this other stuff from him being an actor. I was like, oh wait a minute, I bet he voiced this guy. That's weird. I really wonder how often people like just walk up to like, oh, I only know. I didn't notice that. it at first, and until like we were leaving, and if I did, I'd have been like, holy crap, you were Mung Doll and Chowder. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> I watched it every day. How do you make pickle in a cup, sir? <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I have a huge regret. Oh, I am. If you could have been like, hey, how do you make pickle in a I cup? I would have hit record on my phone and been like, I, I will give you any amount of money I, I, you want you me to pay. If you tell me how to make if pickle. If you tell me how to, put a, how to make pickle in a cup, just let me record it on my phone. I don't care what I need to do. Oh, man. Be like, hi, my name's Dwight Schultz. You're listening to the Social Nerdcast. By the, if you want to know how to make pickle in a cup, take a pickle Put it in a cup. Talk about a missed Thank you, fucking opportunity. I am very angry. Just leave it down, Ted. I don't want it to fall again. Because it probably made a big sound on it. It's not too bad, because that we're all talking decently loud. Yeah. But wow. I am very upset about that now. I didn't think of that. And, oh, oh, I'm angry. But yeah, I saw that we were leaving. I was like, holy crap. The only yeah, because I was just like the only reason they have that picture there is like, did he voice Mung Doll and Chowder? And I was like, no way. For like that, the, it's so the in my head it was so funny for that first few seconds. I was like, why did he just have this picture of Mung Doll? Like maybe like, oh wait a minute, maybe he actually voiced the dude. Mung Doll was Chowder's uh, father-like yeah. character because he was it was not his, well it was father-like his boss. character. His guardian, I guess. That's how I put it. Really. His parents yeah. sent him. That's true. He was like a uh, what do you call it? He was the chef. Yeah, Chowder is like a an apprentice. Which yeah. so he's the sure master how, chef. I'm not sure how long the show was on because I I don't watch too much of Chowder. I, I know he voiced a, he voiced a lot for that show. Didn't Chowder he? goes hard. Yeah, Chowder was good. Chowder Rotter, Chowder was I, awesome. Flapjack was okay. But didn't he voice a lot for that, sh- for that show? Sure he did. Um, voice actors tend to do a lot, especially on some shows. Yeah. So, oh, man, I'm so mad now. I'm very, that you I'm very like, legitimately upset with that you myself. Been like that is one of my favorite things, like jokes of all time. <laughs> pickle in a pickle in a cup, and I. <sighs> you had the guy there. He could have been like, "Hey, man, I know my dad's going crazy because you know a team and stuff, but can you say pickle in a cup?" <laughs> so upset. 
know what would have been cool if you got him to sign it on the back? Like, can you write me the recipe for putting pickle in a cup? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would have been so great. Step one, get a pickle. Step two, put it in a cup. Step three, pickle in a cup. Wow, so I was like, oh, I wonder how often he gets, like, someone actually buys that one. And, yeah. I'm very angry now. Really? I'm very legitimate. I'm gonna go see if he has a Twitter. I'm gonna be like, hey, I saw you at Comic Con, and I didn't quite realize it that you were the voice of Mungdell. And I really, these are all my regrets. <laughs> to be fair, I wanted. To, I wish I could have done this, this, this. He'll probably be there next year. I don't know about there, but I'll see if he's in any of the cons. Damn. Damn anyway, so, all right. So then, let yeah. me look up the other Battlestar Galactica guy. So, um. We talked to Face for a good bit because he was very talkative, and then the other guy. Which was pleasant. Yeah, we just we talked to him for like a little bit, but we didn't have much to say because, you know, it's my dad was starstruck. Yeah, and we, you know, like we watched the A Team some growing up. You know, when my dad would have it on. But other than that, I mean, we don't really know the guys work all that much. I mean, this. We, literally, all you can do is, like, just shoot the shit with him like any regular guy. And, you know, at the like at the point small talk ends, you're just like, all right. Yeah, I had nothing. I, I didn't really watch much of the original A-Team. Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. Was the other guy from Battlestar Galactica. How was meeting him? He was so... That guy was real weird. He was, he was real cool. Um... You say he was weird? He was weird. He's the same age as Face. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That guy looks like he's, like, weird. He did, uh, whenever, at the end, whenever... He was very cool because, like, he was, like, talking about this, like, upcoming projects that he's doing, like, yeah. with dad and he, stuff. He was, he was, like, very talkative, but on, like, a personal level. Yeah. Like, he was, like... These are my grandkids. Yeah, yeah, he was like, like, he gave, yeah, he gave dad his phone and was like showing him stuff on his <laughs> oh, phone. Yeah, he, he was like, check, he was like, I'm gonna be in this thing. Oh, he was like, I'm doing this pilot. Check it out. And then he ha- he put, he was like, I got, I got it. I'll pull it up on YouTube. <laughs> and they handed my dad his phone. And you know, this freaking star who my dad's like freaking out to meet. And he's like, here, check this out, Sean. <laughs> Watch this. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm in it. And then. Uh, Whenever he went to like, cause you know, it was, it, well, the reason, the whole reason we went there um, in the first place was because it was my dad's birthday, and because of all these people who were there, he wanted to go. Um, so whenever we were going to all these places, my dad was getting stuff signed, and they would be like, "Hey, it's my birthday, you know, can I do stuff?" And most people were actually very nice. Like they gave him free signatures or free photo or free picture, which you know they charge it. Those people charge a lot for that stuff. Yeah, some were like um, what twenty, thirty dollars. Yeah, like um, no, uh, some of them were like sixty. Really? I think Michael Dorn's were like 60. Really? Yeah, but Michael Dorn, you could only go the second day, you had to get professional photos done by his person. Yeah. Um, so that's why they were so expensive. Like they opened up a professional photo studio. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but whenever we go get the photo, like normally, you know, like most of the time they were pretty chummy, but this dude, like, me and Alex um, are standing behind our dad and this guy puts his arms around us and we all like he kind of pushes us down a bit and then he stands on his tippy toes like all like going behind our dad and then they take the picture and then he just turns to us he's like sorry about that actors always have to be the tallest 
and then goes and sits back down. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing like ever. The weirdest shit. Because like you, if you like, you watch enough stuff, you'll hear about that about how you know, like, what do you call it? Like, uh, Tom Cruise is super yeah. short in real yeah. life, but well, they do stuff to make him taller. I'm not sure if anyone knows, but you guys are, like super tall. How tall are you guys? Like six, six one. Yeah, six yeah. one. And then this guy's yeah, like, yeah, he's he, he was probably like. 5'10". Not just a short guy. So about, yeah. my, about my height. But he had to, like, prop himself on us and stand on us. And if you and, look like, at I the... was crowded. I was, like, bent over while this guy is, like, leaning on. And, I'm, like, if you look at the picture, which I may post on our Twitter, you know, I'll just go and post a big uh, dump of these photos. He's freaking... It's this dude who looks like he's, like, a good inch or two taller than us. <laughs> and he's just, like... He's just tippy-toeing it up. Sorry, guys. Action's gotta be on. Action's gotta be the tallest. <laughs> So he he was super nice, but in like like, face was very conversational, but you know he was like, let me tell you about this and that and more of it in a, in a bit more of I don't know like an old man kind of way where he was just like let me tell you about this tell me about that and then uh, Dirk Bentley and then the other guy I have forgotten his name already Don um, Dirk Bentley Dirk Benedict yeah. I say Dirk Bentley is a country music star. Yeah, Dirk Benedict, and then uh, Mad Murdoch. He um, did Hutch. No, the other guy is Richard Hatch. That's who we're talking about right now. Uh, Dwight Schultz. Yeah, Dwight Schultz. Um, we just we didn't know what to say. Of course, now in retrospect, I regret everything because I could have talked to him about Chowder, which is mm-hmm. I love that show. Uh, well, to be fair, when you walk up to these people, you never think you're going to be starstruck yeah. ever. And, and but the thing is, you just walk up because you're like, "Oh, cool!" And then you know, they like there's first of all, it's strange because there's like an exchange of money to say hello, not to say hello to these uh-huh. people, but you're, if you're gonna get like an autograph or anything, and you're like, "I kind of just want to say hello," but I feel weird paying them, and then you're That's like. Did, did you hear Tony Todd talking to that guy? Mm-hmm. Um, to, this uh, this guy came up to go uh, shake hands and just kind of, you know, say, hey, I'm a fan of Tony Todd. He was just like, and then he walks up and he was just like, hi, sorry, I don't mean to waste time. And he was just like, you're not wasting my time. And then he was just <laughs> like, oh, uh, well, I don't really have much money. But he's like, he's just like, oh, man, you don't have to buy anything. What's wrong with you? What's up? What can I do for you? And he's just like, He's like, oh, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm a big fan of all that stuff. And I was like, I loved you and this, this, and this. I was like, I wish I could buy something for you, but I just don't have much. He's just like, oh, man, don't worry about it. I'm just real happy to get a fan. And then he just grabs him and pulls him in, slaps him on the back, and he goes, I'll see you later, bud. Well, he's like, I'll see you later, man. And wa- and the guy walks away. Well, the thing is, like, because you always think to yourself, I'm going to be starstruck. But when you, when you walk up there, you're, you're trying to figure out the perfect thing to say. Yeah, and you're just like, I don't know. What, like you don't think about it and then you end up getting stuck and then you're like and then, and then you know especially with like some of these dudes who are like a bit older uh, and you're just like because you know um, like half their age yeah like we'll, we'll probably we'll get deeper into this when we talk about the Red Ranger yeah because I I panicked pretty bad yeah well like you're like the thing we don't have to tell them what you did but I panicked but we bad. can inform them of the precursor to it yep. Well, like, uh, the thing of it is, is, like, the way I see it is, like, most of these people have been out of the spotlight for, like, a long time. Yeah. But, but in, our, in our minds, they're yeah. still fresh. Yeah. So, 
you know, and then and then so and then especially like these guys yeah. who, like I, like we don't even like you know we may have seen stuff there and stuff like that, but it's not like when we met the original like me when me and Sebastian met the original Red Ranger and we got out we were both star- starstruck. Like, that was, like, legitimately, like, this is, like, one of my childhood heroes, and I, I want to be, like, you're one of my childhood heroes, and it's so cool to meet you, but, you know, he's heard it a million times before, so you want to say something mm-hmm. else that'll stick with him. But then you don't really know what to say, and then you're, like, maybe if I just have a conversation with him, you know, really bro down, and then he's, but then you're, like, I don't know what to say, and blah, 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 and, but at any rate, they're, you know, um, they were all very nice, even Michael Dorn, who was very business you know yeah. hello he still was polite and just you know but you know he's done it a million billion times probably way more than everyone like else that's there. his job then, now is doing those appearances then some people so. were just over the top cool yeah um so uh but all right so yeah but then you know what's his dang it richard hatch richard hatch the other guy from Battlestar galactica he was just he was like if you met a stranger who was super... Because he had, like... There was no, you know... For him, anyway, it was just like... Hey, friend! Let's talk about stuff! You know, he he was like he was like an instant mm-hmm. buddy. Which is super cool. Because even, like... Even, like, Tony Todd, who was very nice... But he had this, uh... This grandeur about him. You know? Which, maybe, you know... Because he had this very... Uh, outspoken uh, personality, and he also is a very physically massive person. Yeah, dude. He was like six six, and his hands were yeah. like when he shook my, my face. When he shook my hand, he was touching his own thumb. So even though he's super awesome, there's you know this like I don't know this sense of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, man. Slight. Slightly. can't think of the, the right phrasing for it. I almost had it. I think it starts with an I. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm a little lost too. It like puts you off a little bit because he's so... He's like very loud and outspoken and then he's so giant. Yeah, his charisma is just like... I don't know. It's very intimidating. Intimidating, that's the word. Starts with an I. I said it. It's slightly intimidating. Thank you, Ted. Uh, <laughs> no problem, Alex. Uh, is slightly, you know, it's it's like it's slightly intimidating, uh, even though he was, you know, super awesome. Yeah, super great. Whereas with this guy, he was just like right he was just down on your level like hey buddy let's let me show you this it was cool stuff and hey let's talk about this hey you know blah 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 so he he was super awesome um and then uh what we could talk about we talk about power rangers first or tony todd i thought tony todd because of what yoshi is why don't you guys talk about power rangers okay I mean, you you, 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 you had a moment with uh, Yoshi. Yeah, we can talk about a moment with Yoshi. Because that was cool. So Yoshi's just... Yeah, so the the newest Power Ranger for Power Ranger Dino Force. No, uh, it's uh, Power... Dino's Charge? Yeah, Dino Charge. Charge. Dino Charge, you're right. 
Um, his first name is y- Yoshi, and I think it's Yoshi. Yeah, we can. I cannot pronounce Sarduruso. I cannot gonna, pronounce his last name. I'm gonna look it up and try to uh, butcher it. Yeah, butcher it completely. Okay, uh, while he's doing that, I'm gonna preface the story that happened with me and Sebastian. So um, there is a, I don't know if you call it like a club or something like that, but they um, they were at Comic Con and like they had their own booth and everything. They were dancers. Yes, yeah, yeah, but they were dancers, and um, uh, each there was a bunch of them. They each had like a different kind of style. Like there was two who did like classical swing room dancing kind of thing. Yeah, and then there was one who uh, the that classic like um. Middle, well, like, South American dancing, like, with the dress and stuff like that. Yeah, the big poofy dress where they yeah. grab the edges of it and dance um, with... And, and then the, there was another one... The, the hula hoop one yes. was... Yeah, there was the hula hoop Which, girl. hers was cool, but her music was yeah. on point. Yeah, like, she did, like, pretty good kind of cool stuff with this hula hoop, but the music was, like, remixes yeah. of video game music. I, I think the first like, one was uh, Zelda. It just remixed those. Yeah, and there was the Final Fantasy one. It yeah. was very cool. Um, the third, well, I mean, the last person, however, was... Which, no offense to her. Oh, I mean, she could have chosen a different thing. And that's, she, that, that's fair. Uh, sh- she was by far the worst of yeah. all of these. Yeah, well, stop being so negative about all these people, guys. No, I mean, I just... Sh- okay, all, this is exactly... She, you could have been. She could have been like better at just what she did. I'm not saying that these people listen to our podcast, but some of them are you just insulting. <laughs> I'm not. I could be more insulting. Anyway, you know. Well, like the everyone else, they were really all the other. By comparison, all the other dancers were very, very good, and she was by far the least the. The least talented well, of all these dancers. All right, no, I, I'm not gonna try to meme. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Okay, just get off of it. <laughs> when she got up, there was those less people around. Yeah. So anyway, what she did was that she had two sticks at the end of strings, and they lit up, and she would swing them around. But she didn't do it that well. She didn't do it that fast. And there was like I think once in each time that she actually did whenever she did a dance that was mildly impressive. Whereas, by comparison I, of everyone else who... She like, did a few in this, things that we cannot do. Yeah. But Tell like, the story. Anyway, so while she's doing <laughs> this, um, me and Sebastian are... Because the, they clear like the floor where the DJ is while they're doing Which, this stuff. The dance floor is right next to where everyone's signing yeah, stuff. Yeah, where all of the actors and stuff are. Though. Um, so they clear it, and then there's like a people around, and then whenever she goes on, um, people start to kind of like trickle away and stuff like that. And they're recording this for their, you know, whatever, Facebook, Facebook whatever, Instagram, whatever yeah. and other yeah, um, social medias. Yeah. So I notice um, Yoshi, the Blue Ranger, is sitting in his chair, and then he's Yoshi just... Sudarso. Sudarso? Sudarso. I... I was going to call him Yoshi. I mean, yeah, we'll call him Yoshi, but, you know, it's just... Coda in the show. For, for for IMBD purposes. Yeah. Yoshi Sudarso. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he's just in there stretching. Yeah, so... He starts rolling his neck out, and I was like, that dude looks like... Because I couldn't really tell, but then he stands up, and he still looks like he's... You couldn't really tell he was stretching, but it looked like it. But then as the uh, dance goes on, she, uh, he comes around, and then he starts like going full into like just stretching himself out. And he spends like a good minute or so just working himself mm-hmm. out. And by this time, I'm just staring at these, and I'm like, yeah. what the hell is he doing? And me and Ted kind of just stopped watching the show. We were just curious, like, well, what's the point of this? Yep. And then all of a sudden, he just takes off. 
and then starts doing like he takes off like running and then right behind this chick who's doing this dance starts doing these crazy flips like flipping like two or three times in the air everyone started screaming man we were like oh I, I always screamed like he did that I was like yeah it was pretty cool and, and then, then he did it again yeah, back to his booth like he flipped all the way across the dance floor and then flipped all the way back and then someone from this group goes and yells at him like <laughs> chews him out for the freaking star <laughs> appearance of the blue ranger someone from this dancing group who probably has no idea who he is or cares goes and starts chewing him out because they're recording and it. we just see yoshi with his hands together yeah. like apologizing like sorry i'm so sorry. sorry and as soon as she got off the dance floor he walks around the dance yeah. floor and starts apologizing to her he like goes and gives her a hug and the you know the chick is like freaking out and like yeah, he gives her a hug a blue and stuff. she's like yeah. oh my god but then the other chick was just like so then uh me and sebastian he goes back to his booth and we go and talk to him about it and then uh, we were just like hey man how's it going you know um and then uh, he was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Do you watch the show? And I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I watched Power Rangers when I was a kid. But I just want to say that that was really awesome. Was, I got, I'm sorry. But I was like, that was really awesome. I was like, I was, and I told him, I was like, to be honest, you know, she wasn't doing that good. And you just made her performance like 20 times better. And then his manager, who seemed kind of weird, was just like 20. I would say more. He, What did he say? I, I think he said 100. He was just like, 20, try 100, or but something like that. It was... It's pretty funny, because uh, his face, like, as soon as he was like, no, and he, like, he was all smiling, and he was like, oh. Like, his face was like, oh. And then as soon as he said that, he started smiling again. Yeah. And then, like, Kim went back down, because we were like, oh, 20 times better, and, like, because we talked about it, he was like, oh, he just felt, you can tell he felt a little embarrassed. And then he started saying he's made it better, he started smiling again. It was just yeah. a fun roller coaster. Because the dude was like, I mean, and then the guy was like, so nice and so cool, and he was just like, talking to us stuff. One thing though is very funny is I guess he's a very big Pokemon Go yeah, fan. Yeah, at the uh, Sebastian take over for this because you need to tell the whole thing. At the Q and A panel, someone asked them uh, what what they think of Civil War the movie and who what side they're on. And uh, Yoshi, Yoshi was all Captain America. Red Ranger said Spider Man. And uh, gotta keep it in the red, I guess. Right, and, and then uh, at one point, like Rafi says, Captain America goes well. He says, "Yeah, but I'm, t- I'm Team Instinct, though." And Red Ranger just rolls his eyes. He goes, ah, "You talking about a Pokemon game again?" He was like, "Yeah." He goes, "This morning, I, this morning, I called him. He, he didn't answer. I was like, man, you better not be playing that freaking Pokemon game again.' Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, apparently Yoshi is super big in Team Instinct, and I, like me, like two people started yelling Team Instinct in the crowd. But what's really funny is that after we got done talking, we're about to walk away. This guy, like wearing Team Mystic gear, like, <laughs> like this, this super guy, yeah, super into. It. He walks up to Blue Ranger. He goes, "Hey, can I have a picture?" And Yoshi, you know, he's, he's a he's a really cool guy. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, come here." Then he looks at him. He goes, "Oh, no." He goes, "What?" Like the, the guy's like, like freaking out. He puts his hand up and pushes the guy away. <laughs> and the guy's and like, like "No." <laughs> he's like, "What? Why?" And Yoshi's like, "Your Team Mystic." <laughs> He's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I don't do pictures with Mystic. And the guy was like, he straight up looked hardcore. <laughs> it was like everything. It was like everything he had just got crushed. And then it was just. And he's like, but you're the Blue Ranger. He's yeah. Like, it was the sound of his voice. He was like, but you're the Blue Ranger. And then Yoshi just like starts. He's like yeah. burst out laughing. He goes, I'm just kidding, man. Like he's like, come hug- here, man. He basically hugs this guy, bringing him in. Yeah. And just takes his tail. He takes a selfie with them. He's just, He's a really cool but guy. But it was so funny. Just, no. 
But oh yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure you forgot to mention. But he's actually a stunt double that end up like I think Pokemon is one of his first acting gigs. I'm not entirely sure about that. But he's he, he was a stunt double and now he's becoming an actor, which is really cool. What? Yeah, he's a stunt man. No, you said Pokemon was one of his. Oh first... my bad. Power Rangers. I got okay. Pokemon on, on the brain, man. I was like, yeah. <laughs> what did he stunt double for? It's a cartoon. <laughs> Whenever they ha- whenever the actors have to scream but they don't want to strain their voice, they send in the the voice stunt doubles but, to scream. But actually, uh, me and Alex met him the next day, yeah. and, and this guy just keeps on getting cooler. This is like this is when we yeah this is whenever I had met him because I didn't go up and talk to him. Yep, and we, we were in the middle of leaving, right? No, we were no, talking before we left, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm trying to because we, we we talked to him. I'm trying to because we went up to him. Uh, oh yeah, we, first we went up to him. Um, and that first time with your dad we went up yeah. with your dad first and then uh, I just talked to him a little bit and I was like hey nice to meet you we didn't really like have like we didn't really have a conversation and uh, he was a little more professional because we were actually getting a signature and everything yeah so uh, so we like we got a signature for my other brother who's uh, a Power Rangers fan by the way um, I, I, his signatures were only like five dollars like probably the cheapest there and he if you brought a personal item he would sign it for free yeah which was so cool he's a pretty cool guy me and I like, uh, yeah he was he was he was just so nice, and they always had a smile on his face, you know. Uh, when did we? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we left, and he was he he ended up like walking up saying bye to like us. Yeah, that's we we came back and talked to him later. Um, but that time we were just we were talking to him for a little bit. We talked because he had like all these uh, props. Yeah, like some of them were from the show, which was cool because like he had the uh, if you he watched, had his helmet. Yeah, if he cool. well the, the helmet wasn't real. Yeah, but he had uh, he had a necklace, which it yeah. was the uh, thing that morphed him. If you watch the show, because we watched it when we came back, because we were like that guy was so nice, we have to watch the yeah. show now. And we like we just as soon as we got back from San Antonio, because we were uh, we were there for two days, um, uh, we just started watching Power Rangers Dino <laughs> for, or Dino, Dino Charge, Charge, yeah, Dino Charge. Um, which and, is, it's crazy because uh, his character is nothing like him. Yeah. Uh, he plays like, like a caveman like character in that show, man. It, no, he, not like he plays a caveman. Yeah, actually, yeah, he literally plays a caveman. It's it's like, it's interesting. Uh, but it's like these crystals that is what they use to morph into Power Rangers. And he also had like the full necklace that like the yeah. caveman necklace too. And then he like he wears it around his neck. I think he had one more prop. I can't. Remember he had what a, he had a couple like little things. Yeah. Like he had a bunch of little stuff that were props. And oh, then, he had that little thing, like one of those little capsules. Yeah, the little charge capsules. Yeah. And then he had it. Look, it was a movie rep. It was a replica, but it wasn't an actual on set. Yeah. Pro- it, you know, it may have been something that they made, but everything that he had, every, he pointed out all the stuff that was stuff they used on camera for the Power Rangers thing. Like, the helmet could have just been like an extra helmet he had, but we know, ended up talking about it for a moment, and he, and he was uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, I promise I didn't steal these," and he had like this big old smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he, we were like, did, did, did he was like, did they just let you keep these? Did you take them? He's like, no, I wouldn't take them. Promise I didn't steal. There's <laughs> a goofy guy. Yeah, but uh, like the real moment is when we're all leaving and we're we're about to well, get in the. So, chronologically. Alright, yeah. So, um, and I think uh, so after that, we we uh we went back and watched like a panel, um. Or started to watch panel, and then we went to go talk. Then we went to talk to the Red Ranger uh-huh. to get his autograph. Um, again, for my other brother, who is a huge Power Rangers fan. Uh, and that 
was intense. <laughs> yeah, it was, like the Blue Ranger, he's a really nice guy, he's super approachable, but we never saw him on TV before. But yeah. the Red Ranger... <sighs> Couldn't handle it. Nope. And that was like, we go up to him, and it's and, just like... And I, I just started... <sighs> I started just blabbing. I just Red Ranger. Yep. And I'm over here just like trying, like I'm I'm like trying to think of like things to say to be like, and, and you're I'm, incredible, you're awesome. And I was just saying random just. And I'm, yep. uh, well, I won't tell you exactly what, because Sebastian's embarrassed by it. Yeah. With good reason, but Sebastian said some probably things. Probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Sebastian said some things. That were a little rude to the Red Ranger. Well, they were more than a little rude from what I understand. <laughs> well, it's just... And then he just wouldn't stop talking. It's because um, I, I just... The first thing I saw, I just kept on... I, I just... I could not give up. Yeah. I, I couldn't just move blanked. away from it. And then just blanked. And then just... Like, it's like his mouth was just running and he didn't know what he was yep. saying. I was just... I was panicking so um, hard, man. Not proud of that. That prompted me to say... Which... <sighs> I, I don't know if he was offended at all or anything. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I really don't know. But I, I couldn't walk away from that. So I was just like, Sebastian, shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're talking to the Red fucking Ranger right now. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> Which I think is good. Because I, I, I pretty much yelled it at him right in front of him. So he got a big kick out of that. And I was like... You know, but he was pretty nice. He was like, "No, nah, yeah. no, nah, it's cool, man. It's cool." Then we end up having a semi-normal conversation. So, it, it, but we were super starstruck, and I just had no idea what to say. And, and I was just like, "I love you." What's, what's really funny is I throughout, the, throughout this entire conversation, I think I shook his hand like six times. I just kept on, I just kept on shaking his hand. I just had no. So, but it's cool because we were talking about we're starstruck, which totally happened. Yep. And we just had no idea what to say. <laughs> I I wanted to you know be like it's cool to do something memorable. And I think me telling my friend to shut the fuck up right in front of him, he'll be like, I like that guy. <laughs> to be fair, I did, uh, you know, apologize and everything afterwards. I was, uh, it was a pretty starstruck apology still. So, um, but he, he was super cool. And uh, I think if we weren't so, you know, freaking out that we yeah. were meeting the Red, the, the red, the Ranger. red Ranger... We would have maybe had a, a a bit more of a, a cool conversation with the guy, but we we're just uh, Bryce. I were memorable now. Yeah, that was just because <laughs> you know, Worf. Like I'm, you know, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, mm-hmm. and I'm a, like Worf is like my favorite character. But he was so businesslike. It was like you get in and you get out. Do you feel like you're uh, just a part of the, f- the phase? Yeah. The but with him, it was like because um, we just walk up there. And start talking to him, and you know it's like he wanted us. He like he wanted to talk to us, but we were just like, oh, yeah, red, you're the Red Ranger. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people that come up there are uh, like kids and everything, so you know, just people he actually like talk to for a moment and yeah. just. So and, uh, it was so cool. And then um, after that, I, I believe we end up leaving, right? Yeah. So then we 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 we, uh, we go away from the Red Ranger. And um, your cousin was like, so I'm talking about Yoshi signing the phone, and I was like, Oh yeah, that nope. was okay. So, again, no, we're too really? far away. Is, yeah. So before that. So, um, you gotta you gotta insert what happened. We didn't leave right after that. We went back to the panel. You went right? back to the panel. Yeah. We didn't. So, um, when we were leaving the Comic Con, uh-huh. uh huh, like actually, like uh, it was the end of the second day. 
and we only stayed for two days. It was a three-day con, but uh, we had to go back on Sunday, so we had to go. Uh, so we had to come back um, home. But on the end of the second day, you ha- we had to go buy him uh, Yoshi to get, to leave, and like we're walking by, and he's talking to these people, and he like pauses conversation to say goodbye to us, which is pretty cool. And me and we just were like. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, see you later. And then I was just like, he said that really loud to those people. And I turned and he's looking right at us waving. And I was just like, yeah, Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi. Got a Superman crush on that guy. Right. Uh, so, uh, and then we were... Uh, you tell, uh, was this before or after you had a conversation about your hair? This is before. Yeah. We'll get to that. So, uh, then we leave, and we, we go outside, and we're sitting, like, right in front, uh, of, like, the hall or building, they had, like, I guess you say the building, because my dad was playing Pokemon Go, and he wanted to take out the gym, and he just kept fighting it over <laughs> and over again. So we're waiting, uh, my cousin, who we also went with, mm-hmm. uh, she came back, or no, 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 it was you. You walked off. And oh then... yeah, because because at this point I, I we wanted to leave and their um their dad was wanting to fight the gym. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have time. Cause in my head I was like, he signs these phones. He signs uh, phones for free, or I, I mean, I'll pay for it just to get on back my phone. So I walked back there in by myself and go, hey man, I'm about to leave, I'm, I'm leaving everything, but uh, you're really awesome. I, I enjoy meeting you. We had a small conversation and I asked him to sign a phone. It's pretty funny because I actually on my wall now, and uh, he was like, "No, no, no, man, it's, it's free, it's free." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so he, he ended up signing my phone, and I walked, and I was I just walked out. I'm like, "Hey," uh, I, I talked to you. I was like, "Hey, man, you got your sign my phone." And you're like, "We're going back in there." Yeah, because we're just sitting there. He's like, "Who got your sign my phone?" I was like, "We're going back in there right now." And then my uh, other cousin, then my cousin uh, Hannah, who also came with us, uh, she was like, "Oh, she had already, she had just had him sign his sign her phone." Mm-hmm. Because it was free. And she was like, you know, a guy who's a celebrity guest here yeah. doing it for free, sure, you can sign my phone, I don't give a shit. And then, uh, so she, but it had gotten messed up because it's just like Sharpie on a phone case. It's, yeah. Um, you had to, like, we were like... I, I took off my case. Yeah. I held it, like, by the back, and then until we got back in a cove, because, you know, spoiler alert, I got my phone signed. Um, so we, uh, and then when we got back, like, I put, like, I went to uh, this friend of mine's house, and she had, like, nail polish, like, clear stuff, so I put it on there. Now it's protected. But, uh, I'm like, oh, we gotta, go, we gotta go back in there now. And then, so she comes along and then brings, uh, my other cousin's phone, who was with us, her brother, not that it matters, uh, his <laughs> phone, too, to get it signed, which is funny. Yeah, what happened was funny. Yeah, see though. what? Yeah, what happened was funny. So we go back in there. Well, see, I felt kind of, I was like, oh man, I just got the signature. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel kind of like a dick going back. And then, uh, so we go up there, and she was like, "Hey, can you sign? Can you like go over mine again? Because I got kind of messed up." And then uh, he was like, "Sure." And then she signs it. And then she was like, hey, uh, also, I brought uh, my brother's phone in. Can you sign this too? But just, like, 
all over the place. And he was like, do you want like a really big one or a bunch of little ones? And she was like, a bunch of little ones. So he sat there and signed his name all over it. Yeah. Like maybe like 20 times. And if there was like a slight small, if there was a small enough spot for him to sign his name again. I think he put a signature inside of a signature. Like, <laughs> it's crazy how much fun he had. Like you can see he was just enjoying himself. It was hilarious. And then she, whenever she, she came out and was like, here's your phone case. He just looked at the back of it and was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, so, and then, like, I'm like, hey, man, you know, can you, can, and I was like, I know, I know you've been, we've just been throwing phones at you, but can, can you sign mine, too, because you're just super awesome. Yeah. He was like, yeah, man. He was like, yeah, cool. And then, uh, so we signed mine, and then we sat there, and I, I can't remember what we started to say to him. Uh, I don't know, it was, it was a really organic conversation. I, I think you and me started talking about the flips again. Yeah. I like that was that was just hilarious. I ended up doing it again actually, but you know without interrupting anyone, it was just for fun, just mad flips. Yep. But we're just like you know, hey, you're coolest dude, uh, super awesome to meet you. It, 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 he was great, and then uh, what do you call it? He was like, then and then this this is this is where I'm like me and him are best friends forever now. <laughs> forever <laughs> is he was like hey as you guys may know alex has very long hair yeah i have super long dreadlocks uh and he was like hey man i really like your hair and then i melted <laughs> <laughs> no homo because <laughs> uh in the show in the power ranger show he had uh, like pretty long hair, I think, like down to his, like beyond his neck. Yeah, and if you say. look like his IMBD page, he has like crazy long hair. Really? Yeah. And uh, for the Comic Con, he had really short hair. And he was like, I, he said, I, uh, when I asked him about it, he was like, man, he was like, yo, your hair is super. He, I keep saying super awesome. He didn't say super awesome. I said super awesome. He was like, yo, I love your hair. It's so cool. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And he was just like, uh, miss mine. You know, had he just said he had to cut it. I'm sure it's for yeah. a job or something. An Probably for actually, I, or audition or something like that. I, I think he is doing another movie or something. So, but he was like, he was like, but man, I love my long hair. And then, so and I'm sitting here bonding with the guy over our cool hair. And he was like, man, I was thinking about getting dreads at one point. Yeah, he was like, how long did it take you? He was like, how long have you had them? And I was like, oh, that's how it started. He was yeah. like, oh, nice dreads. How long have you had them? Yeah, and I was like, oh, about. I was like, oh, I think like, he was like, I was like about five or six years and he was just like, and then I was like, I had, he was like, I, I was like, I had about a year's worth of growth, uh, before I actually dreaded it. And then he was like, yeah, my hair and the picture, which he had like his, his, uh, Power Rangers pictures. He was like, this is about a year. Like, yeah, it was about that long. Whenever I started mine, uh, which is cool. Cause I'm just, I'm just over here <laughs> bonding over hair. Shut up, Sebastian. It was our special moment. <laughs> Oh no, dude! He's he's such a cool guy. Um, and like, then it's crazy because you know all these other guys we know since we were childhood, but this guy who we haven't seen his book, book his talent show until after the Comic Con. Just because he was so he's, cool. like the biggest memory. And then he was like, "I wanted to get dreads, but it's just a commitment, and you know it takes so much time." I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I think to go from like that hair that you had, yeah, to normal hair, or you know, because what we call it, if, uh, you know, to go from like." Normal hair to dreadlocks, is like it was like twelve hours. 
and you just had to sit here for 12 hours to get it done, and then you have to, you know, kind of keep up with it until it locks, you know. I also imagine it's probably a bit harder to get roles when, you, when you're just a guy with dreadlocks. Inter- you need specific roles for that. Yeah, Internet's number one dreadlock podcast, social nerdcast. Uh, See, now, yeah, now you can never cut it, because if you meet him again, it's a good, there's a decent chance of him like, hey, you got the, you got the dreadlocks. You know, I wasn't going to cut it already, but okay. Yeah, there's just more reason. Uh, and then he was like, he was like, can I see him? I was like, fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> and then I had, it, I had like a ponytail, so I turned around, and I was got the blue Power Ranger playing with my fucking dreadlocks, and I was just like, I love life right now. <laughs> and then uh, we ended up find, you know, about to leave, and uh, we, you know, said, we're saying bye to him, and Alex, gives, like, Alex shakes his hand and gives him the bro yeah, hug. He was like, he was like, all right, I was like, all right, we're going to head out, and then he puts the fist up. And I was like, this dude just played with my hair. So I was like, get that shit out of here. And I grabbed his hand. Pull him in. Yeah, pull him in. I'm like, ah. And the cousin was like, I want to hug. And I was like, after that, we ended up all hugging him. But the thing is, I went up for like, you know, the pat hug. So I went up and I pat him a few times. And then he ended up like just grabbing me like a real hug. And I was like, oh my God. I'm just. Loving on that Blue Ranger. For real, man. In case you, in case. I, I think he ended up hugging you again. Yeah, and then I hugged him again. Cause you like, couldn't oh. tell. Should have lifted him up. Oh, I should have lifted him up. Yep. We now have a hetero love for uh, <laughs> Yoshi Sudaroso. <laughs> Sudarso. Right, we're going to try to tweet this podcast at him. He doesn't have a Twitter. He has a Facebook page. Oh, I'm going really? to be like, yo, there's a good... Let me check. Maybe 30 minutes <laughs> where we just talk about you because you're so cool. No, but I, I, well, I think it's really cool. Of course, cool. it may come across as a little creepy because we love this guy. Well, I think it's really cool. We is, never uh, watched anything about you, but we met you, and now we're obsessed. That's the thing. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big guy when it comes to actors or artists or anything because I just. I, I just. I enjoy their work, but I don't. You know, go. Yeah. Get, don't dive into them. But I actually want to see more of his movies or shows or whatever he does. I, I hope that guy gets far. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. Alright, and forgot to mention, the original Red Ranger, which is like a fifth degree Taekwondo, like black belt Taekwondo, is going to teach the new Blue Ranger Taekwondo, which is just awesome. Because apparently the re- the original Red Ranger has a Taekwondo dojo. Is that, is that in California? Yeah, a yeah. Taekwondo dojo. That's just a fun <laughs> word. That's a fun thing to say. Dojo. Taekwondo dojo. Uh, in California, and it's like... It's like a, it's like an old master teaching this new apprentice because he's you know the Red Ranger. It's just yeah, it's it's awesome. They talked about that in the panel because I I came in for the end of the Power Rangers panel, and someone was like, "Do you guys know actually martial arts in the Red Ranger?" Like, I'm a fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo, <laughs> and the Blue Ranger's like, "Nope, I just do yep. flips." He's like, "I'm good at flips." <laughs> he was like, "I watch all yeah." It was it was pretty cool because he was like, "I just watch mad kung fu movies because my mom wouldn't let me do kung fu." <laughs> I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, he was talking about how he watched Power Rangers, you know, because he wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers, but he watched it anyways. I was, was just like, like talk about relatable right there. <laughs> and uh, he, he was talking about his, uh, that, his Blue Ranger episode of how happy he was to finally say Morphin Time. Because, like, he said apparently it was a really, like, tough episode. Cause it was like, he was, it was on the beach, and he was shirtless, and there was spraying uh, water on him. He was, you know, just standing where it was just an uncomfortable day. But the entire time, he was just, like, almost jumping with excitement. Just to say it's morphin' time. So cool. For real. Okay, so... He's also like, what, 27, I think? 
Right? Yes. Probably. Around there? Yeah. 27. It didn't matter. Age is just a number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's the end of our rant about the Blue Ranger. Watch Power Rangers Dino Charge. Because he's super cool. Like <laughs> for real, though. Um, I think all the Power Rangers are on Netflix, actually. Yeah. All of them, yeah. Yeah, I will send this to him on Facebook. Uh, I, I feel like we kind of... Uh, I hope it's not like borderline... Got a little yeah. too creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, if, as long... Because if, if he stops halfway through it and is like, what a bunch of fucking weirdos, <laughs> then we have a problem. But if he listens to it all the way to the end... What? Yeah. <laughs> It's just like he he's probably one of the most memorable he's like the most memorable thing at that Comic Con. Yeah. It's not our fault he's charming. <laughs> <laughs> um so I feel like the, I feel like, uh, that's so much Is there anything else it. you want to talk about the Power Rangers panel? Because you're the only one who went to it, so if there's any other cool things that happen, you're the only one who can talk about it. Uh I could talk about the prank they pulled on him. Oh yeah, the yeah you should tell the story. Alright. So that'll probably be it for the Power Rangers. So uh, the Blue Ranger, apparently they do this a lot to a lot of the Rangers, but he, like I said it took like four months of interview. Like he had, they had to, he had to go in and uh, take pictures with other Rangers. And I, I think at first it was just him and the Pink Ranger, like the, the, the official Pink Ranger. And uh, they they brought other people in and they had, like kicking people out because the chemistry didn't, I guess, didn't, didn't look right. And I guess if they let you go, that's not a good sign. So eventually they got all all the like the Rangers. And uh, the blue like they call the blue ranger in. He's like, all right, and they give him this uh, wow, um, script. Yeah, oh wow, <clears throat> they give him the script and they say, um, we, we want you to. Do a... in the morning. It's, it's, yeah, it's understandable. They give him this script and they say, like, um, I, I I guess I think it's called cold. Ah, it's like cold cut. Cold read. Cold read, yeah. Which you know, as you can imagine, it's just you have to read the script right there. And he's like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, um, I think they're saying like, yeah, it's between you and it's between you and someone else." And he's kind of panicking because you know it's like four months process all de- all down to this one moment, and like he was going through the script and he said it was, it was the worst. Uh, I guess interview is that is that good? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> audition. There we go. Thank you. This was the worst audition of his life. Cause he was, he was like, he was stuttering. He was, he was really nervous, and then he was flipping through the pages, and he forgets the finally gets to the end, and he says, um, "All right, now open the box behind you." You know, the little, little asterisk. He goes, "What?" Turns around, opens the box, and it says, "It's the Blue Ranger costume." He goes, "You are the Blue Ranger." He goes, "Ah, screw, screw you guys." <laughs> oh, it's, ah, he's a cool guy. But apparently, they did something like that to the Red Ranger too. So it's just one big old fraternity there. Anyway, so I did. Hey, Sebastian. Sorry, we we went there for the second day, so I, that's been, yeah, it's just been kind of sitting there. Um. So what's next? Do you want to talk about universe universe panel or just? Uh, well, let's see. We went to like we went to mo- we can talk. I guess we'll talk about Tony Todd last because he was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, because um, what other panels were there? Steve, 
there was a Steven Universe panel, mm-hmm. which the only thing I, I think is notable about that, um, How, like his flight got delayed. Yeah, they had a. They, it was the for the there's a cartoon called Steven Universe. The costume contest. Yeah, uh, but you can't really describe that. <laughs> that that's fair. I mean, um, it was the first costume contest we witnessed, though, so that's pretty cool. Uh, they had a cosplay. Yeah, it was a cos- costume contest for all the cosplayers, and uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, I would uh, uh, point out that the winner uh, for, was uh, the winner of it. Oh, it was the dope yeah. samurai. Uh, well, I was gonna talk about yeah the females yeah. first because ah. well that one's cool and noteworthy. Yeah. The other one was just a nice cot was just a cool costume. Yeah, that's fair. Which again, you can't describe. I mean, it, it, like he made. He had a cool. He had he had a hand a homemade like, samurai costume that was really cool. Like seven, it took like seven months to but make. But we can't do it justice. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I know. Via description, which is why I was going to leave it out. But the uh, but the cool thing was the, the they had it split up between uh, male and female, and it was adults, and the the female winner. Ah, uh, oh, the paint. Yeah, yeah. Was a seventy-one-year-old woman cosplaying as Burgess Meredith's Penguin from the original nineteen sixty-six Batman TV show, and it was so cool because she got up there, and first of all, Burgess Meredith was pretty old whenever mm-hmm. he did the Penguin in the show, so she looks exactly like a female version of the Penguin, and not to mention. Um... Like she really just how dedicated she is. She's she hand sews all these costumes. Like yeah. for her, her husband, and her grandson. So, so she got up there and was like, "I'm seventy. Uh, I'm seventy one years old, and cosplaying is for everybody, and it's the greatest thing ever. And I just love doing it. And I was like, "That's some cool shit right there." Yeah, like and she then, deserves the win. Yeah, and it wasn't you know like she was like she handmade her costume. She she had a, her she made her husband's costume. Which if you watch the show, um, what do you call it? The penguins goons look like. I don't know classic goons where they're just like in black long sleeve shirts and hats and like black you know ninja turtle masks I don't know what you can call them uh right, that's very like black ones yeah yeah and, and uh, he had a little uh umbrella with a yeah with a, with a boxing with a glove on boxing it boxing glove on it yeah and but she won it was it was just not, it was it was inspiring to see you know, it was pretty cool because uh, when her when her husband and her grandson got on stage, they both pointed at her like, "Yep, she made this costume." Yeah. And both times she was like, "Hey." Just this seventy-one-year-old woman, just like, you know, kicking, you know, just like, "Hey, I'm awesome! It's great!" And that was it was cool. And like all the costumes she made were really good. Yeah, she also made her son's costume, which was a like a leather, flash, yeah, like complete amount like, of leather, all handmade. It was pretty cool. Uh, and then the Steven Universe panel. Um, Again, we're not super into the show, but the fans were like what they yeah. did. Yeah. So, but we we you know we just were going to the panels because uh, we had already walked around the cons, so we knew it was there. Which I have watched some some of the universe. It's yeah. it's this it's a pretty good show. And the panels are cool, but it's this cartoon on Cartoon Network, and they had the voice actor for the main character, and the voice actor for the uh, the main character's like human best friend because there's these I don't know aliens. Yeah, the homies. The uh, the gems, yeah, yeah, the gems are aliens. Uh. But, but the, his flight got delayed over like a and over day. again. Yeah, like I think because he I think I think he was supposed to be there the first day and he mm-hmm. wasn't, and then he wasn't there. Yeah, his panel was the first late panel. The second day, um, it was supposed to be the first panel. Yes, yeah. uh, but it got pushed back and eventually. But they had announced because I guess they got his flight time in that he it was going to start at like five. So everyone sat down. Yeah, and then at five, it's, and then it's a pretty at big five, crowd. Everyone's just waiting because I don't think he even showed up until like five thirty or like one 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 girl from the crowd, like from. Uh, she was just sitting there. She got up, like walked up there, 
inside yeah. I start like singing. She, yeah, she had like a one of them had a ukulele. It was three. One of them had a oh, ukulele, yeah, yeah. and then the other two were just singing. And they started singing songs from the show. And eventually, like more yeah. people it started just, coming it just up, up on stage. Into this choir because the guy the guy running it was like, you know, I don't care. Take the microphone. Yep. And uh, there's just to pass the time. You have all these fans singing this crowd of people, which it, it's just really cool to watch. Yeah. And then like, uh, the last song they sang was the opening theme song to the, to the show and the reason it was the last one is because right before they started singing it he showed up and then just walked up behind him and, and then they all freak out because they have the vo- the Steven Universe and he's up there singing with them it's, yeah, it, it was a, it's pretty cool to watch the opening song with this choir of fans who had got up to pass the time and you know I'm not like a fan of the show but it was just a cool moment to watch uh, so that and then um, but then the, the reason we didn't really stick around for the panel because all of the questions were about the show yeah which right. like the other panels were about the people themselves but everyone there's a big yeah. fan of the show so and that's when we went to go talk to the Red Rangers yeah, during that panel we didn't understand the questions that um, much but you know like it was I mean, still I, I did yeah. half of them but. and I'm trying to think of any of the other panels we saw other than Tony Todd um the Star Trek trivia but again not really worth discussing yeah, well, the, the, uh, there was one guy who won four years in a row. Again, that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Tony Todd time. Your dad won fourth place. Huh? Your dad like won third place. Oh, yeah, my dad won fourth place. He got this cool Star Trek yeah. toy. Uh, all right, Ted. Okay, so why did you stop? Looks like you fell asleep. So you rub him. The thing is, he kept rubbing me and grabbing me, and I kept, like, I had to take his hand off of me, like, three times, and he wouldn't stop. He, he, he kept on closing his eyes, so I thought he fell asleep, so I tried, you know. I wasn't there. Him. My back hurts, and I'm literally just trying to sit here and just wait. And, like, every two minutes, he's just like... From my perspective, it looks like you just started, like, oh, doing that. You can't see, because we don't have a video, and you don't, you shouldn't see, but it just, you're rubbing... Rubbing his leg like this, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm just trying to shake him a little." What are you doing? To stop you from sexually assaulting. Him. Uh, so Tony Todd, um, awesome guy. Real. Um, if you don't know, he was Candyman in the hit film Candyman. He was um, the the coroner for Final Destination. Yeah, or slash death. the slash, slash death, death in all uh, of Final Destination. He's Zoom in the he's uh, the, the Flash. Yeah, the he's the well, yeah he's the voice of Zoom. Yeah. Um, he well he's he's in a lot of like horror stuff he does like B stuff he does shows he was in Platoon as well I'm not yeah. sure who he was yeah. in that movie um, he does a lot of voice acting um, actually well, yeah, he did a panel and I got to be in that panel and I um, which was very cool because it was very personal yeah it was a very intimate, um, intimate situa- situation and it was funny because the guy who uh, like his assistant who first off I thought it was a little kind of unprofessional because they only had the one microphone yeah they only had two so what the guy like what his assistant or whatever would do was like hand someone a microphone take it and then run up and then go do it and then and then give like, it to Tony someone Tyler. would ask a question or so he, this, this guy had a microphone someone would raise their hand he would run to them give them the microphone they would ask a question he would grab the microphone and then run to Tony Todd yeah. and give it to him so are you yeah. Whatever happened, this guy had to go to the bathroom. This guy had to do something. His assistant left. Well, I think I think he's the host because he's there for everybody. Whatever, I don't know. 
But the guy left for, like, a good couple minutes. So instead of, like, you know, just having people raise their hand, kind of doing stuff, Tony Todd decides to hear someone raise their hand. He would run over, and in several occasions, he would just sit down next to the person and be like, Yo, man, what's your question? And... I guess my dad asked him a question. I forget whatever uh, what dad asked him. Yeah. But. I'll, I'll, sit, I'll sit next to your dad. He walks up and he's just this giant walking up with a, yeah. just the just biggest smile on his face. Yeah, hands on the microphone. <laughs> and it's crazy because this guy is, in, in first of all, yeah, like I said before, physically intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of the movies I've seen him in. He plays such a serious, scary person. Yeah, he's like, very he really, scary. He's literally a serious. Star Wars horror movie. Yeah, he he is a he is a movie he's a movie monster, uh, and he is he's he, he like everything I've seen him in he is frightening, and oh my god is he the exact opposite? Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> hey guys, like this is to give you an example of how goofy this dude is. After his panel, um, him and his wife or his girlfriend whatever, they're like at the booth and their booth is directly across from the DJ. So the dude is like going back to his booth saying what's up, saying hello. And then he sneaks into the DJ's booth and then starts spinning the DJ's records behind his back. And this DJ is like, what? he turns around and he's like, oh my god, it's Tony his Todd. His head bops up and was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, oh my god. And then Tony Todd's like, hey man, what's up bro? He's just like, What's up, my brother? I just wanted to give this shit a spin, and then and he just... he's like, can, "Can I get a picture with you?" And like, they get a picture behind the DJ yeah. booth. It was so very cool, guys. So uh, I, sh- whenever I was there, I got my uh, question, and I am um, he is uh, the voice of Dark Side in oh, a yeah, couple things. That. So I wanted to know, you know, like, hey, in the upcoming movie, is he gonna be Dark Side? And you know, he kind of he's just like, yeah, I don't know, I, you know, whatever. But then. Uh, but he did say, you know, like, uh, he's gotten a very clear voice from DC that he's going to have steady work with them. So, you know, who knows? Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he say, you know, just let, let, let the, uh, what was it, roles come to you. Yeah. Um, like, even if even if they make Darkseid digitally, which they would need to because this dude's a freaking giant, yeah. he would be a good voice for Darkseid. It would be like uh, Thanos in the, in the Guardian Galaxy. Yeah. He's mostly yeah, digital. He was, he was, he was so positive and energetic, and yeah. just, he was literally running and jumping around, which is it's just so quick because he was always smiling, yeah, and talking oh, and being like he was talking about how he had like the set of one of the one of the Star Trek um, Enterprise yeah. things in his backyard, <laughs> he had the Enterprise, the bridge to the Enterprise in his backyard, and he was like, sometimes I'll go drink too much and go sit in the captain's chairs and just <laughs> so kind of give orders and to give orders, you know. Uh... <laughs> Actually, nothing. One of my biggest regrets is not asking him to do the dark side voice. Oh, yeah, you want to for the Steven Universe? Uh, actually, just one more thing, Steven Universe. Someone asked them to do their voices, like they answer a question with their voices, and it was that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So I was like, man, I, we should ask. Like, you should like, yeah, can you answer your dark side voice? So he's like, well, I don't know. So, anyway, so the guy, you know, is always just positive, cool, running around, just like this energetic dude. But then where he really instilled his, like, coolness was, um, at the, this was, uh, after his panel, um, my dad, uh, Alex, and my cousins, we all go to the DJ booth, where my cousins had set it up with a DJ to, for, for them to 
say and sing happy birthday to my dad. So um, we're all there, like, singing happy birthday and stuff, and he's, like, the DJ shouting out of my dad, happy birthday. Big, goofy, fun time. So then Tony Todd walks up, like, right at the end of it and sits down. And uh, if you don't know, Tony Todd... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Breathing a little, oh, hair or something. Anyway, Tony Todd plays Worf's brother in uh, Star Trek. So my dad, you know, being a massive Star he's Trek, he's also fan. literally. Yeah. Uh, he's his brother. No, yeah, he is his brother. I don't think he plays his brother. He may. Yeah, yeah he does. He plays Worf's brother. Oh, well, he's, he's really. That's yeah. pretty cool. Or, Dad said he or he was uh, Michael Dorn's brother. No, he said that because of black. That's no, he literally went, my brother, and then Michael Dorn went, my brother. They both said that they were, but they played brothers on oh, Star Trek. They had the power. Google. Okay. You can Google it. I don't think they're brothers, but they played brothers in Star Trek. Um, anyway, uh, he plays Worf's brother. So my dad, being a big Star Trek fan. Um, and it was like, hey, I just want, I'm a really big fan, and he's just like, and then, uh, the guy was just like, hey, you know, they're saying happy birthday, and he's just like, yeah, it's my birthday, he was like, oh, man, that's so great, I tell you what, you know, just pick any picture, sign it for free, for you, man, happy birthday, that's what I want to do, happy birthday, so, you know, my dad's like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, that's so great, and then, you know, he's like, trying to talk to the dude, so then, um, he gets a picture of, uh, one of the pictures of him as Worf's brother, the guy signs it, and the guy also signs, like, his, uh, my dad, uh, his comic yeah. book, his special... Yeah, he brings out the comic book, he's like, hey, do you mind signing this? He's like, yeah, man! Yeah, no, bro, and then, yeah, and then he was just, like, you know, just kind of just hanging out and just kind of shooting shit and stuff, he's like, hey, this is my wife, you know, all that stuff, and then, you know, we, we say goodbye, because, you know, there's, like, people, because it was right after his panel, so people were, like, you know, lining up to go say what's up to him, and so, you know, we, like... That's when we all like shook his hand and realized that he was a freaking monster. Yeah. Uh, Alex, then he talked in about in a good way, very yeah, large. in a very in a good <laughs> way, just like a massive human being. But it was, it, yeah, it was cool because like he, like it was just weird because he just had so much energy and just so bouncing off the walls and so nice and you know just he he was like in every fan who like asked him a question because he's been in, in a million things. And, you know, there's some people there who was fans for, like, completely different stuff. There's some people there who are fans of Candyman. There's some stuff there who are fans of The Flash. There's mm-hmm. some stuff there who are fans of, you know, Little Cause, Sid. Because the dude has been in, like, so much stuff, like, little weird movies um, that no one knows anything about. In fact, uh, we should give a shout-out to that one movie. He, he's remembering when he's talking about it. Oh, yeah. He, he talked about this. Uh, he's in this modern adaptation of Frankenstein that uh, I thought was really cool. But he said they have some problem with the distribution. Um... But anyway, he's, I, I, I think I'm gonna. I think he said you can rent the disc on Netflix or something. So I'm gonna see if I can get it. Uh, but it sounded cool. Um, you remember what it's called or is it Frankenstein? Really? Just Frankenstein? Yeah. Cool. Um, you probably just look him up pretty easily. Yeah, I've, I've already looked up the movie. It's just Frankenstein 2015. It came out last year. Oh. Well, I haven't uh, watched it yet, but just, you guys should definitely check it out. So you're right. They are just brothers in Star Trek. Yeah, that's what I thought. Not in real life. Uh, they were very convincing to. Well, they played brothers for years, and apparently they are friends. Like um, we saw them talking and like shooting shit together. But yeah, I was like, 
Oh, yeah, the beginning of the panel. Remember that? No, yeah, yeah, but uh, before, when we first went up to go get Michael Dorn's signature, uh-huh. they were, like, we, we were just sitting, like, literally, like, probably about a foot away from them, because he was just talking to Michael Dorn for, like, ten minutes, and we didn't want to interrupt them, because it'd be rude, you know, they may, yeah. be, may, may be movie stars, but they're still people, and we yeah. didn't want to be like, hey! I mean, you just don't want to drop conversation Talk to us, because we are here to talk to us. So we're just sitting there, and but it, it was so crazy because they're just my, like it was just like here's you know michael freaking wharf and then Worf's <laughs> brother from star trek just having a conversation in real life not in klingon makeup <laughs> it was so funny whenever michael like he because like he, he's screaming at michael Dorn to come yeah. to the panel and he's literally just screaming until he shows up and then you know they kind of like talk and they're kind of like mm-hmm. talking about stuff whatever he did the thing where Michael Doran was like leaving, he was like, everyone give a big hand to Michael Doran stuff. And he's just like, yeah, Michael Doran, my brother. And then, you know, he puts his fist up in the air. And what was funny was Michael Doran is a very reserved, he seemed like a very reserved professional person who, you know, is like he, right. he like was wearing, you know, like slacks and a sweater. He always seemed, you know, like we said, he was very like direct and professional and stuff. So it was so funny to see him like walking off uh, at the other, like, the back of the stage area to, like, go back to his booth. And then, because, like, he didn't do it facing the crowd. He didn't do it, like, you know, to attract any attention. But then I was just staring at Michael Doran the whole time, and he just put, like, his fist up just a little bit and just gave a little bit of a bump and just, you could, like, see his his <laughs> voice, like, mouth the words. and just like, my brother. And then just walked out, and then I was just like, oh, my God, that's so great. But, yeah, Tony Tide was awesome. Yeah, that that's it for Comic Con, right? Yep. What's the timestamp at now? Pretty far. Ugh. Well, it was cool because man, when I came up to him, or I was gonna say last thing, uh, we're and by the way, we're at about we're at an hour and fifty six minutes. Oh. God damn, two hours, two hours in Comic Con. Um, it was cool because I went up to him and you know, you know, this could literally just be a thing about Comic Con, yeah, and then we could do another podcast up. about some other stuff. Uh, what do you call it? Um, we uh, anime and comic con. <laughs> we uh, we t- uh, I, I went up to him and I was like, you know, it's, because like I said, he's very intimidating. And then the stuff that I've seen him in, which isn't a whole, uh, which you know, like he's always so intimidating in those things. So mm-hmm. you know, he look. I mean, that's the reason you know he has these roles is because he's he looks so intimidating. I've seen this man kill people with bees in movies. Yeah, and he, you know, he's he's very. He's a good, he's a very good actor, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's obviously a good actor because there's no way what he acts like in the slightest. Um, but then yeah, I just go up to him and he's like sitting in his chair, you know, at his his booth. His like feet are up on the freaking table of the booth, just like leaning back, you know, enjoying life. And I'm just like, <laughs> man, it's crazy to you know you you're just I didn't expect it, but you're just so freaking cool and you know so. And, the, and you know what I mean? Like, you're just yeah. so opposite of what you are. And he was just like, man. And he, like, slaps my hand. You know, I mean, in like a yeah, yeah. 70s jive kind of way. And then just slaps my hand and was like, man, that's the only thing you can be if this job is chill. <laughs> if you're going to be a movie star, if you're going to be in the public eye, you got to be chill. And then I was just like, that's the coolest fucking answer you can make. <laughs> um... That about rounds it up for Comic Con. So, do you want to? Uh, Wait, did you, what were the topics? It was Comic Con, Nintendo NX. Oh yeah. Man, what so, the hell is this movie about? 
what Candyman? Yeah. Okay, so um, this chick is writing a paper, a college paper on urban legends, and it's essentially Bloody Mary, yeah. but instead of saying Bloody Mary in America, you say Candyman. Candy and then the Candyman cut, but then she goes to this town where she learns about this urban legend, and they're all actually like freaked out about it. And it turns out it's real, and she doesn't. And then Candyman comes, and starts like killing people, and then I d- there's like some weird relationship between like her as summoning c- the Candyman and Candyman. I don't really know what all happens there, but it's real weird. I watched I, I watched it a long time ago. I actually watch it. I'm looking at some of this. Stuff, I can tell because it's just looking at these pictures. It's very disturbing. Because his hook hand... Yeah, yeah, it's all practical effect. Yeah, this thing is, like, his hook hand is literally supposed to be, like, nailed into his bloody... He has, like, a bloody stump with a giant hook in it. I watched... Which is very off-putting. I watched the uh, the trailer, and the trailer's really messed up. Because it's, like, the chick who summons him is, like, literally covered in blood. And there's literally, like, a good, I don't know, like, 20-second clip of this trailer... Of the, a policewoman forcing this woman covered in blood to take all of her clothes off. And they're, like, making this as, like, part of the scary aspect where just... Where they're, like, she's, like, take your bra off. And then she's, like, crying, covered in blood. And she's, like, now take off your panties. Now take off your... And it's just, like... Right? It's just very hard. And I was, like, man, I was, like, I want to watch this movie because this guy was so cool. But then I watched that preview and I was, like... This seems like a dark ass horror movie. He's wearing this like big fur coat. Yeah. And there's this picture of him taking yeah. off the fur coat to his exposed rib cage. Yeah, that's and organs covered in bees. Yeah, that was like that was the thing he was talking about. Was, like there was like thousands of bees that he just had to have under this coat. Yeah. And someone asked him like what about Candyman two, and, and he was like, I don't think he's gonna do it. And they can't do it with CGI because it's, it's all real bees. There is bees. a about like all the There practice. is a Candyman too. There is, really? Probably Candyman three is what he's talking about. Huh? They talked about how he talked about how a remake the practical effects that he had to have like thousands of bees all over him, and they were like all up in his pants and everything, and they had to come out of his mouth, and it was all they like put some like thing on him so they wouldn't sting him. But he had. But he straight up did have just shit ton of bees of in him. Bees all over him, which is just terrifying. Do you want to, um... So, an X. I was saying, it's like, do you want to have... A, cut this and then have a... Another podcast? No. No, because is, is this the last one we're putting on this thing, remember? I guess, okay. Um... It's, I mean, there's not much... There's not a huge whole lot on the next, anyways. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I, I'm just gonna do my... My little spiel about it, I guess. And do, then, uh, go do Talk it. about the rumor... Talk about what's going on. Yeah. Explain. Um, first off, explain what NX is. Well, guess people don't know. Um, no one knows what the NX is, really. Hey, you. No, that's so, uh, well, for, what, what else do we? Have? What else we're we gonna talk about? Pokemon Go, which Lego Dimensions and how awesome Lego Dimensions. Is. I don't think that was in the schedule. So it's not, but Lego Dimensions. Ted's is very cool. into Lego Dimensions and is playing it like crazy. It's true. It's true. Um, next podcast. Next. I was podcast. like, I guess, because uh, I know I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get hyped up for for an NX, and then I'm gonna or that, or I'm just, I'm gonna. It's very late, and I want to get all of the little stuff out of the way, mm-hmm. so we can just down on the NX and be like, bing, bing, boom. Um, We've, we made promises. Yeah. Uh, like, like an hour and a half ago. So what? Uh, what was the, I already forgot. What was the other thing we were gonna talk about? Uh, Pokemon Go. 
so, and then uh, a little bit of Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we're crazy obsessed with Pokemon Go. We play it all the time. Uh, it, there are some issues to Pokemon Go right now. Yeah, but they updated it, and it's fucking, it's, it's making it worse, and they need to fix the damn tracking. Yep. Because I, I remember the first week with the whole three feet and going, going like yeah. one to two, it's, it, was, I, it, was, it was good. It was I good. literally, like the day was supposed to come out, uh, actually for two days straight, because it came out on Android, you know, so much more, or so much before it did on Apple, uh, and I have iPhone, that I was just refreshing the App Store like every minute, not every minute, every five minutes, just constantly, and then the second it showed up, I was just like, holy shit, and then I downloaded it, and it was so horrible at first, because all the servers were just mm -hmm. slammed, but I'm here, like, that it crashes, like, every you know, 20 minutes. And you don't care because you just want to catch Pokemon. Yeah, I'm playing Pokemon and, and I'm just like, it's Pokemon Go real life. And they're like, we went to the movies uh, at the drive-in and uh, we go to the drive-in and I'm just sitting there in the car catching Pokemon during the movie and I'm just like, oh, it's so amazing. It's so great. And then like, we, like, you know, for about like a week straight every night we'd go out and we'd, uh, a bunch of people we would go out walking, catch Pokemon and then uh, drive around, hit Pokestops you know what I mean, and then we still do it now. Which it, it's not even like the game. It, the best part of the game is that how it gets all together to just go yeah. tra travel in the middle it's of the just night. It's just huge. It's super fun. So like if 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 you're not playing it with your friends, you're playing it wrong. Yeah, it, it's more of a social interaction than anything. And then like when you all see that one really cool Pokemon, like last night whenever the uh, the Am Yeah, when the show up, we were all like, <gasps> oh fuck, oh my goodness, everyone get on your phone. Lord Helix. It's a hard to say a friend thing. Yeah. Uh, so... I know plenty of people, like, I talk to people, plenty of people that do not like the game is because you're not going out here with friends, do Because you're a lonely sack of shit. <laughs> you ain't got no friends. Why do you even exist? Uh, that's a bit harsh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but, um... I'll, I'll, well, and I'm pretty sure the hard at work of fixing it, though, because so many yeah. people love the game so much. Like you know, if and you know, really, like if you if you if if you're not, even if you're not playing it with people, like your friends, like if if you just walk around, I mean, at least here, and you know, we're in a smallish town. Uh, if you like, we go to the park every night. There's oh, like yeah. fifty people there. That's one. Of, that's another cool thing. Is like you join this giant community and you meet yeah. all these people. There's like this group. There's like this spot in the middle of town that has three Pokestops right next to each other. There's always like fifty people there. Uh, in fact, and uh, I really like Dicklet. Yeah. There was that one time we went to a went to a lore and it was everyone Team Instinct. Yeah. And it was like giant Team Instinct. Yeah, party. we go to this lore in the middle of City Park and like, it was like, that just there there was probably like twenty people. Yeah. All Team Instinct, which were Team Instinct. Which, it's amazing because pe people of Team Instinct kept on walking up. Yeah. And, the odds. Yeah, and every time someone came up, we would just be like, "Hey, what team are you?" And they'd be like, "Instinct," and we'd be like, "Hey, hey. yo, hey." Oh yeah, uh, if you guys can't tell, we're all uh, we're Team Instinct. Yeah. Just said we were. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Zapdos for life. Well, all day. I just like the name. Every day. Yeah. Zapdos. No, I um. I actually used to. I'm actually not a big Pokemon fan. I never really could get into games. Um, and the only reason I got this was because they were such a big fan. They literally, Alex literally put it onto my phone. And was like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. That's I just awesome. remembered something. What? Um. Did you forget something? No. I just remember that me and Ted sound literally exactly the same. Yeah. On the podcast. Well. When you listen to it on the audio, we sound like the same exact person. 
Actually, the distance helps because yeah, maybe because I'm a little quieter. You're a little quieter than him. The when Ted talks, it's like booming, and then when you're because I, I yeah. <laughs> but I just remember we usually at the beginning of the podcast go, there are two of us because we are twins and we sound exactly the same. So if it sounds like if there's just one of us talking all of the time, half the time well, it's one of us, half the time it's the other one. Luckily, uh, like you guys both took turns taking stories and I just yeah. randomly chimed in so it's I feel like it should work out I didn't mean to interrupt I just remember that and I was like oh shit I, I, I was like I remember we used to do something for this ah. sorry my foot oh there's flea on my foot I was itching um anyway so I never really was a big Pokemon fan um I liked the show when I was a kid but playing the games it always was it was so annoying that I could never actually get to where it was fun like, cause, you know, like, every step, like, in a grass and you have to stop and do something. It was, a, like, it, it was so annoying that I couldn't actually get to where I could funly play the game. It's funny because, like, you know, back then you hated running into Pokemon. Now you want nothing but you want to do them. So, he puts Pokemon Go in my thing. And it was actually funny because I didn't care, like, at all. So, whenever all the stuff started coming out, like, all the little, you know, like, cheats and you know little you know easter egg things the big thing was the pikachu so i didn't care about whatever i caught so i literally like i used up my everything i had like instant source pokeballs all this stuff and i think i was only only level five but then i just like cleared it out and then i was like okay and then i made a new account um through the pokemon uh, trainer company and then i just walked around until i got a pikachu <laughs> and then now i pissed everyone off because i'm like yep got the start of pikachu and, and, you know, it's... If you don't know, the Pikachu is the only Pokemon in the game that says his name. Yes, it is. And it's just... In fact... You want to play it? I, I am going to. I am going to. It's pretty adorable. Pikachu does this little jump. So... You know, if you go through and... Like, for, for instance... That's Ekans. Yeah, Ekans, and all them, they just make, you know, they're like, they're random noises, like Diglett. Man, I love Diglett. I want you to know I can hear all this really clearly. Good. Uh, so, actually, I do want to hear what uh, Omnia sounds like, because I don't know. It's pretty adorable. Ah. Yeah, he does, he does, like, a little angry tank. <laughs> I go, go Pikachu, so we get... So, but then you go to Pikachu, dang it. Not Psyduck. You go to Pikachu and it's... <laughs> and he jumps up and does his thing. So I would literally go up to Sebastian and just be like... And then he would get pissed off and be like, Fuck you, Ted. Oh, part of life. You get him. I'm turning it. Polywag? Uh, I'll do that later. There's a polywag right There's a right there. My phone's on silent so they can't hear it. All right, we still pause during this podcast. And no, pause. Catch- <laughs> we're talking. We're talking and experiencing what we're talking about, Sebastian. I'm just. Ah, there we go. Bam! I need polywag candy. How else am I gonna get a polygraph? I, I feel that. But uh, if you guys are all team instinct, you know, give us a shout out. I need more. I know. Uh, what do you call it? I think the... The My Kings? Yeah, the, uh, the dudes the My Kings are Team Mystic. Uh, it's, it's K. 
Team Mystic is, is still pretty cool. Never Valors. Nope. So, <laughs> we just lost like a third of our <laughs> of our views. I don't, I don't understand what the big deal is, why people make such a big deal or whatever. It's not even like there's that much competition between other than like really, just the gym. I, I think it's just the fun of it, really. Lit- yeah, I guess so. Like literally the, o- the only reason that they're even a thing is to justify the gyms having a battle thing. You know what I mean? So, but whatever. But I do think it's cool. I think the models are done very well. I think it's a cool way, you know, like walk around, exercise and stuff. And I think it's, I mean, as far as mobile games go, I'd say it's probably the second best mobile game ever. Other than Injustice, of course. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What rank are you in Injustice now? Uh, This, so on average, I'm probably uh, 5% in the world. The Injustice mobile game. Yes, I should point that out. Now, <laughs> I don't, I don't spend any money for Injustice. I think it's fun, and I got into the internet stuff because I hit a wall playing, you know, just the regular game, and I would, it was getting boring. Just you know, doing challenges for characters and grinding out money for packs and stuff like that. So I never went on the online. So I went on the online, and I guess doing all that other stuff got me really good at it because. When I started playing, I didn't even try, and I would get in the top, like, 10%. And then I started to try a little bit. I don't even, like, I go on, like, I would go on there, like, every couple days of a season, and I would hit 5% like it was nothing. So the season just started today, and I am already, uh, I think, in the top 4% so far. And I have to keep that up, because the biggest thing is that, you know, you get... I don't care about the ranking so much. Although it is funny to think that that is an internationally played game with like a lot of people, and this is like, yep, I was like tapping. It is not all. It is more than just tapping. How do you know? Where am I actually? Let me let me check. So, oh, I can't tell because I'm not that low. Actually, we could segue into Suicide Squad because didn't the costumes come out? Yeah, so the thing is, right now, um, that's what I was going to say, is during the uh, the current season, because of Suicide, the release of Suicide Squad, they did a, an update where they're adding Suicide Squad uh, original characters, not just reskins, with, you know, new moves, new specials, and new uh, super moves, you know, like basically fatalities and stuff like that. Uh, but if you get in the top 5% or more... Um, or less, I'm not sure, you know, better, anyway. Uh, you get a special Joker character that you, the only way you can get is from ranking like that in uh, the game. So I have to keep that rank up so I can get that character. Yeah, I gotta keep the rank up to get the character. Come on, man. What's up? So, uh... Anyway, Suicide Squad. Um, we got, we, we'll have a, uh, a review for it. Our patented, not patented, in the car review uh, for Suicide Squad. This IP for Ted Henderson. Yeah. Which we'll try to uh, make into a podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah, we should, we'll, yeah, we should be able to, 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 to put up the audio form if you just listen to the podcast. But we'll have it up on YouTube probably on 
if you want to see our excited faces. Yeah, probably on Saturday. Uh, we'll have it up because we're going to record it on Friday, and then Saturday we're we're going to go see the movie on Saturday. We'll record it in the car, and then whenever we get back, uh, try to upload it. Yeah, we'll upload it to YouTube. Usually, it's not that much editing because we just just one shot. Yeah, and then uh, it sh- it should be up on the it should be up on a podcast. It should be up as a podcast the same day. Not looking, not looking so good on the internet. Uh, actually, have you seen the? Um, because now it's the movie's out. Uh, people are watching it. Mm-hmm. Have you started to see like the viewer reviews? No, mm-hmm. what is it? It's through the roof. It's like really? Yeah, this thing is critics. Where everyone, everyone was like, "This movie's every, every time." Yeah, critics were like, "This is terrible." And it was funny because I was seeing things like you know from whenever critics start going, and they were literally like, "Why are the critics just saying these movies are terrible before anyone's really seen them?" It was like, did they just, uh, like, four people, like, I saw a couple that were like, um, you know, these just MCU fans that, you know, don't want to give D- DC a chance, and the other ones were like, I just, and a few of them were like, I don't think they really understand what we want from the movie, or anything like that, but then now, like, people are actually starting to watch it, and they're like, wow, this is freaking awesome. So, okay. we'll see. Uh, like, it looks great. I, 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 obviously, we haven't seen it yet, um, but... Uh, really look forward to it, and I think it's, I think it looks awesome. Very excited about it. Uh, but we'll have a, yeah, we should have the review up for you on Saturday, and then the podcast up the same day. This is Um, going up tomorrow, right? Yeah, this will be up tomorrow. Um, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll upload it tomorrow. Um, the, uh, now, I guess before we finish, before we talk about the NX stuff. Because, um, let's... Which our sketch are. Or, yeah, really messed up. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just because I, like, I want to finish big. Yeah. And, like, I'm getting very tired. And I know whenever I talk about the NX, it'll hype me up. And, you know what I mean? Alright, first off, let's, let's start this out with, uh... I need the literal caffeine, man-made right, caffeine. I got, I got you. Alright, ready? Yeah. ready well, no, 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 no. Huh? But um, I want to say that this podcast will be the second to last podcast. Oh yeah. On our on on the current subscription, and then uh, the Suicide Squad one will be the last one. Now we uh, uh, because we are going to get a new RSS feed, which means you're going to have to resubscribe. This is because the podcast hosting service we use sucks, and there is like very limited amount uh, you can post and. See, it's fine, but you can't have a uh, a backlog of your podcast, so I'd have to eventually delete them, and I don't want that, especially because um, if whenever uh, since we are gonna start doing this weekly, uh, we promise. Yeah, which, which you know I know we've said forever, but see the thing is, is now our uh, our, our our good friend of the show uh, and only fan slash super fan Adam Gumbert, who also has a, a show. They need to subscribe yeah. to called the Mike shout, Kings. Shout out to the Mike Kings. Which uh, we'll also do another full, fully fledged shout out for them at the end of the show where we do our if, shout outs. If, if you like us, down the, the road, future they, success, the yeah. social nerds meet the Mike Kings um, joint podcast. But we'll talk. They really help us kick at, it in at the, the end. Of, at the end of this podcast, we'll we'll go through that and we'll talk about them and stuff. But anyway, uh, he, he he, I talked to him because he he used, uh he he has his own podcast, the Mike Kings, and he, I, I asked him on Twitter. I was like, hey. You know, I've noticed that you, 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 he does pretty long form shows too. They're not 
three hours like ours are, but <laughs> he does a lot of them, and they're all there. I was like, what do you use? Do you have unlimited? Uh, what do you have that's unlimited? What do you don't? Because to get in the logistics of it, uh, there's two important statistics, and it's storage and bandwidth. And storage is how literally how much space you can take up. Yeah. So, you know, our podcasts are three hours long, so they take up a lot of space, and if we don't have unlimited storage, we can only hold four or five of them. So already that's a problem, because that's what the problem we're running into. Uh, I'm actually a little worried this one won't fit. Yeah, but we'll be fine. Right. Um, and then the bandwidth is how many people can download it. Really? Yeah. So even if we had a million billion fans who listen to our show, only so many of them can listen to it. Wow. Because we have these bandwidth restrictions. And then even if we were to upgrade using our current hosting service to an unlimited storage version, there's still not the bandwidth unlimited, issue? there's still not unlimited bandwidth. Well, we should tell everyone what we're, what we're moving to. Yeah, so we're going yeah, that's good. We're going to move to Podbean, uh which uh which also is what I use. Yeah. Really? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and um but we're going to have to we're going to get a new RSS feed, which means you're going to have to resubscribe. We are going to post all of the old episodes. To that, so if you like the classics, you know you got yeah, to go back so that, to those. because you know the whole point of this is we can first one I still think by far the best. Yes, if you've listened to the show, you you don't need to listen to all of them, but go back and listen to uh, I think because uh, go back and listen to episode one. I don't have episode zero. I, well, I will post episode zero to the new oh yeah thing, um, but right now because I had to delete it to make space for new podcasts on the current hosting service. So you can listen to episode zero. Episode zero is our is the first episode where we figured out how to do it, and that shit I think is like four hours. Yeah, because we were like, just kind of twinging it. We yeah. are literally because it was purely it was a test, and I expected it to be very short. But I just left the mic on and we sat there and talked for four hours. It, it's, it is pretty entertaining. Um, so for our the old one, because I know Podbean does this. Yeah. Uh, whenever someone uploads a new video, your phone if your phone has Wi-Fi connected to Wi-Fi. It'll automatically, not video, podcast, it'll automatically download it. So if you're on the go, you just play it without using any bandwidth. Does the art, does the one we have on right now do that? Because Podbean does do that, which no, is pretty cool. Oh, so what happens is you, you download it. Not like, um, if you check, it automatically downloads them for you. If yeah, I know, strapped. I know, but I'm saying the download itself yeah. is what takes up our personal bandwidth. No, I'm, I'm saying like, because um, if you're, if you're, oh, yeah, someone, yeah, if you're connected to yeah. Wi Fi, it'll auto download. Yeah, it'll auto download. Yeah, does the old yeah. one do that too? Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, I mean, I don't know because like I use iTunes, uh, and we ha- we are published on iTunes right now, and I'll have to redo that with when we get a new RSS yeah. feed, which is a pain in the butt, and I have to fucking submit it for you know certification and crap. It just takes it doesn't it's not super difficult, but it takes time and it's a pain in the butt. Uh, you can do it tomorrow when I'm editing the video. Yeah, so I was gonna do it tomorrow. Um, just bring our top over. But the uh, yeah, so the um. I'll probably set it up tomorrow, and then the Suicide Squad will be the one that we post on both. I know you're checking the time, but it's funny, because you're sitting over here looking at your Pokemon. <laughs> it's just like you're staring at them, trying to get inspired. Well, but, uh, uh, anyway, so I use, I, I use iTunes, which has a uh, proprietary, like a, literally, like, if you get a new iPhone, there's a podcast app right there. It's mm-hmm. an undeletable software. Really? Yeah, that's always there. Um and the way that works is, yeah, the second you get, the, whatever you're subscribed to, the second you get connected, it downloads. I it. think Podbean is like the, the top thing. If you type in, uh, if you go to Play Store on the on the Android, type in podcasts. Yeah, Actually, I'm checking right now. Podcasts. Um, 
No, it is not. It is like fourth. Yeah, that's. This is what I think. Uh, I use that one because, or yeah, those are the same. Yeah, that one's an ad, so this is technically the first one. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, but the point is, is because, we're moving to Podbean. Yeah, we'll be moving, so you will need to resubscribe. Luckily, is the Mike Kings also on Podbean? Yeah, that's, right. that's like I said. There, he, I, I messaged him on Twitter and I was like, "Hey, what do you use? Because I need, I need something else that works." He's like, "I use Podbean. It's you know, it costs this much. It's un, excuse me, it's unlimited everything, and you know, uh, it works very well." Isn't so, it like so much a year, right? Yeah, three dollars a year, right? Five dollars um, a year. So hopefully soon we will have, well, we will be having steady podcasts every week. Um, if we can, we'll try to do more once a week, but, you know, that's... Again, but... We may have, you know, right now we have just, like, you know, this kind of, like, general thing. Hopefully we can get to something, you know, more specific-wise podcast. And then also, hopefully by the end of this week, if not by the end of the next week, uh, we'll be, at least I will be, as Ted... Um, start streaming on twitch.com slash is yeah. social nerds we just yeah, well, well, yeah again, at, the, at the end of it we're going to do all the plugs yeah, and okay. stuff but I just yeah I just with a public service announcement um, first of all yeah we'll also be doing um, our podcast will be on video as well on, on our YouTube channel uh, just like the uh, like if you if you watch if you if you had seen it which I, I can't I don't even I think it had pretty decent uh, views comparatively to our other videos which again Nothing. Which I mean, but can we yeah, upload like a couple of hours of video? Yeah, you on can. There? All right. Uh, but like you know, comparative, which you know we don't. Oh, have that's so much editing. We don't have like you don't edit. Uh, you don't I mean, mean, the videos. Oh, so you, you, just, you just put something on the front, yeah. and put something on the back. Yeah, you don't edit podcasts. You don't edit. It's just a video version of the podcast. It's oh. just so they can see us. Yeah. Look goofy yeah, while they, we're yeah, saying. Want to watch us on YouTube, and then you know you get the whole other amount of people because you know. Before I even before I ever download a podcast on my phone, I watch them on YouTube. I didn't really? know it was a thing on the phone. Hmm. Um, it's just a whole. It's just you know another way people yeah. can like I watch. I watch podcasts. It's, it's more personal that way. Yeah. yeah, I watched the podcast and I tried like downloading this to it and I just didn't like it. I don't know what it was yeah. like because I was just got used to. Yeah, he he just he he like he listens to a lot of podcasts but he watches them on YouTube. Whereas I I may not even watch them. I may just be listening to it, but it's on YouTube. Yeah, like, I, I have them all downloaded on my phone. I listen to them like music. I plug them when I'm in my not, car. I'm listening to podcasts. That's much. I think when you do it on YouTube, it's it's easier to support them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, how do, I meant to ask. Like, have you ever seen people like streaming from the Kinect and how like the video video quality? Yeah, I've it, depends done it. On, it depends on the bandwidth, really. I've done it before. Does it look like okay? Yeah, it looks yeah. good. Okay. The Kinect has a. It's pretty good. If I w- I would recommend, because you know, you're back here away from the router, see invest in a long ass Ethernet cable. I I bought like I think a two hundred feet for ten dollars. And then, well, I have to buy the connect guys. You I know. know. Well, I mean, yeah. a, a Ethernet cable is like ten bucks. It's very cheap, even like a huge one. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, you know, try it out on the Wi-Fi, but cause actually, I, I'll recommend the LAN anyways because you don't want it to mess up at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll, it'll, it'll never have a problem. But when I tried it out, I had it LAN connected, and it looked good. I mean, I think I I did whenever I first set up the Twitch channel, I did a test stream. If it, like I said just uh, make sure you're doing it when not because Burrow Burrow did it. But he has laptop, and I think another thing on his phone and his Xbox all using the bandwidth, so he was a bit laggy. Yeah. Also, yeah. Whenever I did it, I I I, had, I checked it on the laptop to make sure it was working properly, mm-hmm. and it looked good. Um, 
And then right, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll talk about that after. So, uh... NX. Well, um, so, yeah, the, uh... Well, right, well I was gonna say, like, the, um, I was, I was supposed to upload the audio version of the Batman Superman. Oh, yeah, but, we, we but it didn't that, work. We can't do yeah, that, because yeah. the audio format was wrong. Uh... But anyway, they'll it, but they'll be like that, or like this, like that was supposed to be, or how the Suicide Squad review is going to be, yeah. where it'll it'll just be like the exact the exact same thing. Like I just press record on both at the same time, and then I'll upload them. I think there may be an intro on the video form because I don't know how to edit in intro music onto podcasts. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can do it. Yeah. Um. Like, whenever I tried it on my editing software, it didn't work. And, uh, I, I assume you want the shorter version of the song on here, too? Yeah, I mean, don't matter. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Worst case scenario, we just put it... <laughs> just, yeah. hold, just hold the phone next to the mic. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, uh... I listen to it sometimes, because it's just... I, I, love that, I love that song. So that's a little PSA. And, you know, if please, please, if you do subscribe to us... Yeah, actually, uh, the YouTube does it by how long you watch it now. So we do like yeah. three hour podcasts. I'm talking about for the because you know on YouTube it doesn't matter. You go to Social Nerds, that's where you can get it. But now I'm not. We don't have exactly have a whole lot of listeners. But at any rate, you know it does suck for however many there are who aren't related to yeah. us. It does suck for them that now they have to go find us again. Yeah, yeah. And 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 unsubscribe from our current one. I do have a question. Are we gonna leave all all of these on this on this podcast site? Like our podcast? Are we just gonna leave them on there? I'm gonna try and take them down, cause I don't want people to go subscribe to the wrong. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. Yeah. Uh. I mean, cause it, but then yeah, we should leave it there, cause it, when they get to the sixth one, cause we're not gonna upload on there on here anymore. So when they get to this one, they're like, oh, I want to listen to more. We'll have to upload for a while. Then they'll hear the end of this and like, oh, okay, I'll move over there. I guess I'll I'll leave this one up because yeah. I don't even know if you can delete them. If I can just delete it, I'm gonna delete it. Um, right. You know, I mean, I'll, obviously I'll wait a very long time, but there can't be that many people that are dying. Uh, yeah, who listen to it already, and it does suck. And I'm sorry, but it just you know we have to do it so we can do it once a week. We're also sorry that we haven't been up for a while. Yeah. We did record one recently, but uh, yeah. it, it was a drunk cast. Yeah. Which we're not going to do we, ever again. We recorded a, drunk, a, a podcast drunk that we were going to put up, and it was got inappropriate. We did it a week ago, and it got too inappropriate because we're all very intoxicated. So we cannot upload that. Uh, we we probably do a buzzed one, but we got too drunk. Yeah. Um. So it was, it was us and all of our friends. I think all that's the it for uh, all the sh- upkeep technical stuff. Yeah. So NX. Now I can oh. get hyped. So NX gonna uh, give it to you. Oh. Uh, and X gonna give it to you. What? Hybrid console. Who? It's gonna break apart. What? You can play it on the go. It's gonna hook up to your TV and play the best Legend of Zelda game ever. What? And X gonna give it to you. And X gonna give it to you. That was Ted. That was yeah, not nice. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start this out. So, I'm not a big fan of. Getting it like buying new consoles because it costs a lot of money. That's well, just, guess I'm what? Doing that. In the version however, of the NX, you might not have to. <laughs> however, uh, Alex finally got me to sit down. Well, he made me sit down. Like he started playing the Legend of Zelda gameplay, 
from and E3. It, I, I, we had to go do something. I can't remember where I had to go, but we had to leave. And I was like, nah, just, just give it a second. Yeah, and I, I remember, just kept I don't on remember what we had to do, but I remember we were like, I was like, we need to get the, we need to go right now. And you were like, no, just, 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 just five more minutes, five more minutes. And I, I haven't watched it yet because I did not want to watch it because I knew this was going to happen. And I, I, I got so enticed. Yeah. The gameplay is so amazing. And just because of those 15, what, 15? 15 minutes, I'll buy a new console. Mm. I'm still a little mad, but so, I'm also happy and excited. It's funny because, you know, like I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm a, I'm a Super Nintendo fan. I own a Wii U. Which is, that is crazy. A, I'm a dinosaur. You know, or not dinosaur. Some other unicorn. Unicorn. Thank you. Uh, I'm a unicorn, and I just... <laughs> I would have bought a Wii U if they would have given if they would have given me a half decent Legend of Zelda Wii U console. I would have bought it like nobody's business because I own like six. I own five. I just don't. I own five just alone Legend of Zelda 3DSs, and then I have my Pokemon 3DS. Whenever Majora's Mask came out, I bought every single collector's edition, every single puzzle. I got everything from Club Nintendo. That I, you know, I would steal the cards and get points for. I even had the collector's edition that was um, the European collector's edition. I had it imported into America, so I could get it. To give you an example, my childhood I was I didn't have Legend of Zelda. I grew up with Mega Man and other and Smash Bros and other games, and these two have uh, I want to say physically threatened me to play the Legend of Zelda games. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> they're fantastic. They are amazing. I mean. It is. Whenever you, it's I, I, I Ocarina yeah. of Time. It's just funny when you have two six foot yeah. twins. Like, yep, play the game. We're gonna beat you up. We can literally <laughs> throw you to one another. And we're like, if you don't do this, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. I got. I described it. I describe it as like the Godfather. Like, it, like everyone tells you it's like the greatest movie ever, and then you're like, but is it? It's a movie. There's a million movies. How can it be the greatest movie ever? And then you watch it, and you're like, oh, that's how. When yeah. you play Ocarina of Time, the everyone's first... like, this is the greatest thing ever, it's so fantastic, and then you're like, no, I don't know, and you play it, and you're like, okay. I think the first Legend of Zelda game was on your 3DS, uh, Link Between Worlds? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I think I sat down, I was like, oh, what's this? Well, no, I knew it was, I clearly knew, I knew what Legend of Zelda was, but I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a try, and I just, I think I sat there and played it for like, I think a day or two, and just destroyed that game. So... Like, I came over here with Alex just to play that game. Anyway, do you, have you heard... Of what the most recent, it looks like the most realistic batch of NX rumors. Have you heard about them? Yeah, I told them about it. But okay, so, so, but, but so, no, I have, I have not. Just yeah, no. you don't have to be weird about. <laughs> it. Of course not. Well, I mean, okay. you please inform me you in an organic manner. <laughs> you don't have to also be worried about. It. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know out there, um, there's been rumors for some times that the new Nintendo console. Uh, code name nx which it looks like um <laughs> they even tacked on a symbol for it already yes uh, uh for anyone who also might not know sonic the hedgehog should talk about that. who um me and alex are also massive fans of because you gotta go fast <laughs> you gotta go fast uh that's why everyone knows it's pretty funny as soon as you mention sonic the hedgehog alex like he, he woke lit up, up yeah. yep just like, so life is just, just a quick throw in that there's two new sonic the hedgehog games one of them is in the done of the vein of the classic 
uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the sixteen bit, yeah, dope like music. one, two, three, and going then like fast, which is yeah. literally your guys' fun. child, your childhood Alex. And then the other one appears to be a Sonic Generations sequel. Oh, yeah. Um, now they haven't confirmed that; they just showed a little bit from. They haven't named it, but on the end of this um, slide preview, not for the sixteen uh, bit one, but for the what appears to be the Generations sequel, uh, there is an NX logo at the end of that trailer that just says NX. So it looks like, which I thought this, I told, um, I was talking to Alex about this, they have picked up so much recognition uh, just with their codename NX, it seems, it almost seems stupid that they wouldn't just call it the NX. Well. So it seems like um, if that if that is a little hint that that's maybe what they're going to do. Um, they, just, might, they might use an acronym, if anything. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be called, you know, like... Nintendo... Experience. Like the Nintendo Experience, yeah. the NX... Um, that's what I always thought, and then they were just going to call it the NX. But, anyway, so, uh, what everyone kind of thought this would be, and what the the initial report said it might be, would be a hybrid. Because, if anyone doesn't know, um, Nintendo's big bucket money is from handhelds. Uh, yep. the 3DS, you know, now the new 3DS, the 2DS, and the D, you know, they've, ever since the Wii, you know, they're... And even still, you know, beforehand, and then the Wii kind of bumped them up. But <laughs> the, the Wii is basically a hybrid. Yeah, but the console market kind of, it's killing them. Um, but their handhelds are holding true and holding strong enough. So, but the 3DS, and not so much the new 3DS, now the new 3DS is perfect. But the 3DS was kind of a weaker system that, you know, you couldn't really do, like, a ton of stuff with. You know, to give anyone who doesn't own a 3DS or a new 3DS an example from, only with the power of the recent capability of the new 3DS can you have and play Super Nintendo games on it. Apparently, you cannot run and play a Super Nintendo game on a 3DS. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's what they say, and now the only way you can buy those games, but only if you have a new 3DS um, and play them on there. Uh, so anyway... The NX is going to be a, or so it appears, a hybrid home console. I think it was a report by Eurogamer that yeah. had a leak that seemed very substantiated. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just talking about, like, in general. Yeah. So, originally, um, so... They're getting a lot of free publicity just yeah. because of the whole leak thing. That's it's what just, I'm saying. It's, it's like, it's they're getting a lot of traction with all this stuff. So, originally, people thought that this it was going to be this um, hybrid thing that, you know plugged in your TV and you could play amazing games on it and then you took it with you and you know you could be playing something you know you could be playing Metroid or the new Mario on a plane or something like that um, now uh, what I originally had thought and kind of hoped for it appears it's not going to be that it's going to be kind of going the other direction here is that I was hoping uh, that it was going to be a super-powered home system, which original uh, rumors and leaks uh, kind of pointed to this, that it was going to be a um, more powerful than the Xbox One or the PS4. You know, you know, this is like years ago, whenever the rumors started coming out. So this is before, you know, the Xbox, the PlayStation Neo and the um, Scorpio Xbox One. So. <laughs> At the time, you know, whenever we started hearing about this stuff, we were like, oh my god, I'm more powerful than this, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And then another rumor came out that said, like, it was so easy for developers to make stuff for, so, you know, 
there you can anything that you want to put on the NX you can just it's literally almost like they say almost like copy and paste so I was hoping for a super powerful home console that you know happened to be able to carry around with you no that's the thing is that like maybe there was another thing that you could take off from the console you got a you got a, a serious drop in you know maybe graphics or something like that but you yeah, can like play a, a serious resolution drop and maybe yeah. like a slight drop in yeah. frame rate like it goes from maybe like 60 to 45 or 30 yeah so like a serious drop and but you could you know, you play that game anywhere, you come back home, you dock that thing, it loads your game back up, and you're playing it beautiful on the TV. The whole point is, you know, it's like you're in the middle, you're in the middle playing Legend of Zelda, and say, Alex needs to go to the, needs to go to the store. You're like, all right, I'll go with you. You're yep. still playing Legend of Zelda on the way there? Take it, and then playing Legend of Zelda. So, it... Just to be fair, that you still can do that. Yeah, but that's the thing, is like, it appears that they're going the other way with this, where instead of it being a crazy powerful home system what they're actually doing is they're making a crazy powerful handheld that's just going to hook up to your tv and be it kind of like scales up in resolution yeah uh but it's not like an extra it doesn't have any form of like external processing yeah basically your unit is your handheld and you can hook it up to your television and then you know according to it it had like a docking station yeah that you put it in the docking station which it probably has like an HDMI cord that goes in your TV, and then, uh, then you're displaying it on your television, uh, to which is the console, and then according to the report, the controllers disconnect, for, uh, so you can pl- for you know local play and. Uh, which I really cannot wait to see. However, yeah, yeah exactly. it does However sound, that may work, you know. It does sound very, and also a big thing I want to put out that I've said this for years is that it looks like the NX will use cartridges. And now everyone's like, oh my goodness, but this shit sounded real weird a couple years ago when I said this, because I was like, you know, and um, they've been using cartridges for the DS and now the 3DS, and now... What makes cartridges better than disc? That's the thing, is that they didn't used to be. and But now, with advancements in technology and optical media, now they've kind of met in the middle where, you know, you can get pretty... You can get almost the same stuff out of a... Yeah. 32 gigabyte cartridge than you could out of you know like a 28 gig blu-ray mm-hmm. so, well i think i think a blu-ray because I, th- I think a blu-ray can hold around 50 gigs of data if not a little less oh, that's maybe right it's 40 then, something the wii u has a proprietary thing which is what you're talking about yeah it's like 28 the 28 gigs. gigs yeah uh but i mean uh, like you can get a 64 gig sd card like it's nothing yeah for dirt cheap so and if you I mean that's you know you personally if you're a manufacturer you know or you're getting them wholesale that's nothing yeah <laughs> so basically whenever the they I think it was like I said wouldn't it initially it was like wouldn't it be weird if the NX use cartridges and you wouldn't because they say they want to you know mm-hmm. get out to every one they want to get their kids group back which you know parents still want to get their kids a disc that they can snap but a cartridge that they can throw around that's perfect but then whenever the new 3ds came out and xenoblade chronicles this massive giant wii u game came out on a three on a new 3ds cartridge i was like you know if they put a little bit more money in like you know an outside source who's like <laughs> developing cartridge technology they could make you know these massive beautiful awesome games and just put it on a little cartridge and 
up through the Eurogamer the thing now they're saying like that Legend of Zelda game that you can go look at that's on a cartridge that you can put inside this portable thing you can play that game looking just like that anywhere now, through is your this, NX is this actually confirmed yet? no that's no, the thing it, it, nothing is confirmed nothing and again it's just know, a really really good yeah according thing. to the like you know there's rumors all the time but this one yeah. seems a lot more substantial uh, yeah, as like, if Nintendo's actually just yeah. But, you know, again, nothing is real until it's real. But Nintendo, I mean, Eurogamer got this report. They confirmed it with uh, secondary sources. um, And then IGN got the article, and then they also confirmed it through their secondary source. there has yet to be any representative. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, is um, also through these sources and through these leaks, apparently Nintendo plans to unveil the NX uh, in one month. Really? Yeah, this and, uh, September. So, yes. Yeah, so, so, so all the rumors about to just. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and again, you know, what you know makes sense, uh, because, you know, you need, uh, I mean, like there's a new hardware. Yeah. Yeah. You, and especially because of how they need like six months to push. Yeah. It. How? I mean, you, you it, it's hard, it's hard to explain it to someone, and then especially if you have, you know, it's 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 a bit easy to describe with like Nintendo games, but if you have third party support. You know, and you're like, hey, you want to play Halo on a? I mean, you want to play Halo? On, I'm not Halo. Yeah. You want to play Fallout or Call of Duty yeah. on yeah, a GTA, plane? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and you know, like, because we were well, talking about that earlier, and like, obviously, um, how cool would it be, GTA? Right. I want Fallout if I can, because this thing is like they have remote play for Fallout for the Vita, but remote play does not work very well. Yeah, I have yeah. a Vita, and it's. Well, doesn't work very well so, for me, but if I could get a cartridge that said Fallout on it, pop it in there and go well, play Fallout anyway. One thing I noticed is um, back in the Wii U days, if I recall, the only, the only time I found out Wii U existed is because of you. Yeah. But this time, everyone knows what the NX is. Yeah. That, yeah. Has, that has the Wi-Fi. Well, that's so, the thing is, like you know, the if you remember the old commercials for the Wii U, they are very confusing. Yeah. So, so this time around, they they're doing yeah. it like perfectly. Yeah. So um, I was discussing this with Bert earlier today. And I'll just kind of, I'll try to hit the main points here. Um, so, now, obviously, you want third-party support. And, like, I really, like, and, uh, to, to kind of finish up my point earlier, um, you, given how strange this idea is for this console, uh, you're going to need at least, I, I would think you'd need at least six months to explain it to people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because to market it, to explain it, so people understand what they're buying. Because a, a lot of people are for their parents. Yeah, and did you, know, you Did you hear that part of the leak about how, like, a, they're putting a massive amount of money into the uh, marketing campaign of a simple marketing campaign yeah. of their, literally, oh, it's that's, like... That's so lovely. It's, it's like, like, this is what you do. Games at home, then games on the go. That's what and you get. Quick question. Didn't, didn't uh, I believe you, Alex, say that cartridges are also faster than this? Yeah, so, um, uh, good point, Sebastian. So the uh, the way you know cartridges work and uh, like if if you look you know and it, it's definitely it's different now I mean it's well it's not as stark as it was say in like the nineties but uh-huh. they're uh, like if you have an N sixty four game and a PS one game N sixty four games don't have load times because all of the data is right there immediately now obviously it's it's not exactly the same and data gets pulled differently but because of the way flash memory works which is what they use for SD cards. Uh, it's kind of it's not like even like a hard a hard drive where it's running on a essentially a disc, 
Uh, it's, it's a solid, literally their solid state drive. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's essentially a miniature solid yeah, state drive. On DCI Go, like, they have to, yeah, have it, to go it writes the it. data yeah. and stuff like that, whereas this is all, it's essentially all present at once. Now, that's not to say, you know, these cars just don't have load times. You play a 3DS game. They're, so they're just times. shorter. Yeah, but they load very short. Um, and considering, you know, and, and you know, you're, uh, you, and usually the games on a 3DS, a 3DS, for example, that have a load time that is even, you know, is even past the point of long, it's usually because that game is massive. The one that comes to mind is Smash Bros., which is a literally a Wii U game that is running on a 3DS. Which, uh, this, I just want to throw this out. The fact that the pen for load time minigames is over now, that, you know, we all know that will take, take advantage of that. Yeah. So there is a load time. There's more than likely going to be a minigame. Because they've already done stuff like that with Splatoon. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell how, how happy I was when, I, when that was... So, uh, but, you know, it... it, it the, blocks of tomorrow every time we live with loading or some shit. Yeah, whereas when you're reading off a disc or even uh, installed, you know, it, has to, it accesses the data differently um, than it would, like... So, you know, they're they're faster. They're, uh, I, you know, obviously, I don't, I, I'm speaking anecdotally <coughs> from what I do know. You know, I'm not exactly... I'm not a expert in the technology of it, but I have a fair... I can make a fair assessment. Uh, you can explain enough for people to understand. Yeah, and you know... Uh, what do you call it? And then, like I said, the discs or the, the, them themselves... I mean, I don't know... I imagine a Blu-ray is pretty expensive because there's a lot of a lot more technology involved in making a CD which is, or a DVD. With it these. would make and sense. And then also, you know, you still... You have to license and contract that out through Sony and pay them money. Yeah. When and, you buy a Blu-ray, it's typically more expensive than CD, anyways. And then uh, you know, and then you know, maybe, and then again, you know, there's cost adjustments for you know maybe. They do they use an SD card itself for every game? Are the games on SD cards? Do they use a proprietary thing that's more expensive, or is it less expensive for them to manufacture? Which again, no, this I is think confirmed. it's going to be. Um, they're going to have their proprietary cartridge for their games, but you know because the the eShop and all that stuff is your memory system in the back is going to be an SD card. Thing, like, you'll, thing. you'll probably be able to put in a. The, I mean, I, I I can't imagine they'd have a cap on it, so you could probably get a hundred and twenty gig yeah. freaking SD card, or you know if well probably I mean hell more than that you know. Well, the, the thing is like if you just you pop in a hundred twenty eight gig SD card. Any game that you know they would put out, you know, because I'm sure like a big thing is this is they're gonna have these cartridge games, but I do with what they're trying to do with the eShop, what they try to do for the Wii U, and what they're doing for the 3DS. It's I think it's going to be much more of a digital machine. It's okay. like all your games are going to be like mostly digital, and if you want to get them physically, yeah, you can. But you know, physical on well, handhelds a big the problem anyway. with uh, a lot of the old. Game Boy games, the fact that the battery can run out, you lose all your memory. So they have to, if they do do a cartridge, they gotta do something with the SD card inside of it. No, they fixed that. That's already, that's yeah. oh, really? Gone. Yeah. Fixed a long time ago. I don't, I don't do handheld games. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but that's that's not a problem anymore. So <laughs> look at a 3DS cartridge. There's no battery on that, but. That's cool. Um, Did not know that. So what were we talking about before? I, we're talking about the SD cards, I was trying to say. Oh, yeah, third party support. And the games themselves. So obviously you want third party support. You want Call of Duty, uh, Assassin's Creed. You know your big, which annual titles, Madden. I feel like a lot of people. It's, it's been a tough, tough transition for some people. I mean, you know, like, you know, they're 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 
most likely. I mean, they're probably not. You know, again, nothing's confirmed, yeah. but I would, you know, it'd be really cool. Bet your bottom dollar, they're not going to compete for power with your P with your PS4, your Xbox yeah. One. But you know, it's still like you had Call of Duty on the Wii. It looked like garbage, you know, played like garbage, but it was there. But uh, uh, what what's if they do get a lot of their party support? Nintendo has so many good. Uh, I can't. I can't. I don't know what the other word. IPs. Yeah, where games that they only have. Come on. IPs. Because uh, they have so intellectual, intellectual properties. properties. They have so many good intellectual properties. Like compared, like Xbox IPs. has <laughs> Halo and Gears of War. PlayStation has a whole bunch, but. Nintendo has so many of them that have just hit us. Just people want know. This thing is that's what uh, a lot of people talk about is like, um, as far as IPs go, Nintendo is priceless. Yeah. Mario is priceless. I mean, they they literally run on just their IPs. Yeah, exactly. This point so, is like. The, uh, some people, you know, this thing, and I don't ever want to. I don't ever want it to happen. But they just want to like, they just a lot of people want them to just make games. Like, don't do hard, just make video games. Yeah. And put them out everywhere, and then... But the problem, you know, like, the but thing... Nintendo wants to do what they want to do. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. wants to be their own company, and they don't want to just make video games. And I don't think you want to stifle Nintendo like yeah. that. And, yeah, who who wants a Mario game every year? You know, yep. and people want it, but, you know, they, they make excellent Mario games whenever they actually make the Mario games. They make excellent Zelda games that are... You know, like tens, and they're perfect. Like, see, that's that's the thing, like, because Call of Duty comes out like every year, and like the the ghost yeah. was well, terrible. That's so, the thing is, like, well, people think, oh no, if you're not focused on this, then you can just make those games and then make them faster, mm-hmm. but then you don't have to worry about anything. No, that's not what's gonna happen. Is that tons of people are gonna lose their jobs? Yeah, these they're gonna expand these other things, but no, no, if you make games faster, they're gonna suffer. You want them to take their time and just yeah. make a masterpiece. Well, I think, you know, I'm, well, first of all, I think you guys be a little, like, they still take their time when they make their games. Now I do think, I don't think, I just think they should stay to make their hardware, and I think their hardware side and their game side, other than the parity between the two for the mm-hmm. fact that you're making a game for that console, but, you know, that's not going to change your game development that much, and I mean that as, you know, like, making a game for the Wii U and making a game for the PS4. The only difference is it'll sell better on a PS4 than it will on a Wii U. Well, uh, so... One big thing with it is, um, if they make it just for their console, they can make the game perfectly how they want to. Yeah. Because if, if you make a game for, like, you know, Xbox and PlayStation, they some they might have yeah. to adjust a few things. That's why you see that with the Wii U. It's like, you know, the Wii U is, compared to the other two, it's it's pretty weak, but those games look a hell of a lot yeah. more beautiful than anything on they the other two great, systems. And they run... Perfectly, perfectly. And the gameplay is really unique. So it's because they're literally made to exact. Because they they the work power with, of that. They work with their hardware. So phenomenally. So uh, like I was saying for their games, you know, on an NX, you want these there for you know the everyday. You want them so a fan who as someone like uh, like you for instance, Sebastian, you didn't really want to get an NX. I have you know you 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 actually. Uh, uh, really, you didn't want to get an NX. I said I money to buy a PC. Yeah, you straight up were like, nope, I'm not going to get uh, it. And I was like, I'm pretty close to making a PC, but guess what? I'm not close to making a PC anymore. And then now, I've, I've, you know, you see the games on it, and I've told you, like, you know, it, your friends are going to get it. But, you know, if you got an NX, and you're like, even though you have an Xbox One, your new Call of Duty comes out, and you can play it anywhere on your NX. Yeah. 
if you're yeah you're sitting there thinking to yourself you know I'm gonna I can get this on Xbox and it'll run better but it would be pretty cool to if work. I could if I could just what if you could walk around anywhere and play Dark Souls yeah. what if you could I mean Call of Duty right, is a little well, Dark Souls is a little different I don't want to walk around and just risk the risk chance someone bumping into me what do you know what I'm saying like you could <laughs> Call, go, Call go sit in Birdo's room yeah. and play your Dark Souls Call of Duty is a little bit of a poor <laughs> example because you know it's what do you call it? It's a multiplayer game, but you know, yeah. imagine if you know, like we all go, shop. we all go to one guy's house, and we all bring our NXs, and we're all playing online together, you know, on the yeah. Wi-Fi. But again, you guys so, are all playing. Um, what's it Dying called? Light. Yeah, Fallout is a great example. Oh yeah, huge mega open world game that you know takes so long to play. Imagine if you could just play wherever you want. Like, they're like, uh, what was it, Dragon Age? I don't want to play that game because it's 120 hours and yeah. there's so many other games I want to play. But you I know, cannot invest that much time into and it. If you guys, instead of like packing up Xboxes, you guys want to play Battleborn, you just all put your NXs in a bag and go play oh, Battleborn at the house. Like, I love I love hanging out, yeah, hanging out like, going to your guys' house and bringing my Xbox and everything, but it's, but it's just so much it's work. It's a chore. Yeah. It is, it's just, but the NX is like, Boop, alright, let's go. Yeah, if you could so, literally have this thing, you're just like, better born. For us, especially, who are, like, we, um, all of the social nerds, including the ones who don't show up on camera that often or ever, uh, I'll show are, up at one house. Yeah, we are all huge fans of co-op, and, you know, like, if a, like, like old school land. Yeah, like, like so, if a game doesn't have split screen, what we do is we all go into a room with TVs and our Xboxes, and it's hot as hell, because there's four to five Xboxes and four to five TVs and four to five dudes yeah, and all in a room and we're all just playing Xbox together because that's what we want to do yeah. or you know even a single player game is just fun like yeah we, we, we sat next to her playing Dark Souls and it's just it's, it's more fun and when you just look at your friend and go oh dude what yeah even the other like even you know we're yeah the other day we're you were playing my PS4 and I was playing my Xbox but we just lugged in one of our like a TV in in here yep. so we could just hang out and play together because that's what we like to do so the idea of us being able to do that so much more I conveniently mean, even if we have I mean even if we could play from your house to my house I'd rather have you come over yeah. and just split screen and you know think think about how great it's going to be you know I mean again assuming that this is all true that we're all playing Legend of Zelda at the same time but we're all doing completely different things and you're like did you see this I'm like no but did you see that did, did you find that chest yeah. inside the waterfall what where is it and, at and it's like you know it's, it's it's like a kid on the playground and it's like you know did you know you can do this to do this and like, you're yeah. like what it reminds me back in the day when everybody started playing Pokemon with each other so yeah, like, yeah. And it's literally gonna be like oh you caught me too it's gonna be like that but we're all gonna be sitting there just like yeah oh my goodness yeah so so that's the thing is like that's what that's what freaks me out is because like that is gonna be on X they've said it so that if this is this like portable TV and thing they, that's yeah. the way it's gonna look like they, on they, this they've handheld they've shown just how like that game is ridiculously huge which just is, like, like like if you watch I don't, you know if, if any the of our listeners uh, if you haven't seen any of the any it's YouTube bigger footage, than Fallout yeah, Fallout 4's map, I think... Well, I think Fallout 4's map is small, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Even compared to... Especially compared to, like, Skyrim, or maybe even Fallout 3. I may be wrong, you know, I, I haven't looked at the square footage, uh, I, but... I don't remember, but San Andreas, like, got off yeah. five, map yeah. was, like, a big deal. And then, uh... But, you know, and then, you know, even, like, 3, there was so much underground stuff, it was, like, a whole second yeah. map, whereas, I don't really, you don't really have that in 4, but, again... Legends We're talking about Legend of Zelda. What is it? It is a so, massive, if you, huge yeah, game. If you haven't seen the E3 footage, uh, which you may or may not have, um, 
what they did for their demo and what they showed was essentially this area and they just let gamers play it for a limited amount of time and just do whatever you want. Um, yeah, it's like if, I think it was you said, it's like if you could beat the game in like the 15, 30 minutes they give you to play it, then you could have done it. But, you know, like, I think every, everything else I think was walled off because you needed a certain item to leave and that item wasn't yeah, filled. Because like, a big thing is like um, stamina is in this game and, you know, like that's how you yeah. climb mountains and stuff. So in order to like be able to climb mountains and yeah. stuff, you have to make stamina potions so you don't fall and die. So, anyway, um, but essentially, you know, it was like, do whatever you want, and it still was nowhere near enough time, and then they showed just how huge this area was, and it was very big. This, yeah. this, this area that, that was the E3 Which, demo, and it was like, you know, you can go look up, you know, impressions and stuff like that, and they're all different, which means all of these people have done different things in this one area, and this one area is... One percent of the overall game. I, f- I feel bad because I'm pretty sure some people played it and it got stuck somewhere. Yeah. Can you imagine like 15 minutes you just trying to get out of a hole? Get back in line. So you know this this area is there's there's literally a hundred times that, and you know there'll probably be like because it's Legend of Zelda, it'll probably be a dark world. So there'll be fifty yeah. times that, and then another and it, one. It has a dark. It has a Dark Soul esque to it because like what anything you see. You can go to, which is my favorite thing in Dark Souls. If you see that mountain, you're gonna be on that mountain sooner or later. It's like volcano. Guess what you're doing, and that just the exact same way. It's just so, it's so cool. Uh, anyway, so obviously, it, and it's 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 it's, it's pretty cool. So, does it doesn't have like a whole bunch of side quests as well? Yeah, dude. If you go look at the, like if like if you look at it, there's still uh, like the, if you look at some of the gameplay, they show the map. And, uh, like, you can see, it, it reminds me, like, there's all these little tick marks everywhere. Just to, to look at all this stuff you can really? do. Yeah, and then some, like, some of them are, like, bandit camps, well, you know, Bobblin camps. Some of them are, you know, treasure chests. Some of them are, like, mini dungeons, which are, like, shrines, some of this. And just all over this little section, and that's 1% of the game. What's really cool is the fact that there's any technology to this one. Yeah. So it's, it's just a, a mixture of magic and tech, which is, a lot of games don't do that, really. Um, oh, by the way, I was um, sorry. I was just looking at the uh, the NX story. I forgot about this part. Not so much as big of a deal as like the other things, mm-hmm. but um, part of this rumor is also that um, like uh, Nintendo's mobile stuff will be playable on the NX. What? So like, like you know, mobile games. So yeah, like Mitomo awesome. on NX, the new Animal Crossing mobile thing, going to be on NX. Fire Emblem thing. Can I, can I play an Animal Crossing game. Pokemon Go, maybe. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, no. <laughs> See, the thing is... is, is it, I don't think it has oh, GPS. that's right, yeah, because yeah. they would have to have GPS. You would need a GPS, out. and then you would need a data plan. Which is just a... Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's, it's a whole it, bunch of effort it's there. It's a whole yeah. bunch of... Yeah. And if you have... like, do you, It would be cool if you like, use something with it. Yeah, like, it what I would really love is if... Because if, if it is going to be this mobile thing, and they do have cartridges, if they played 3S... If they played, you know, like... Not even going all the way back to DS, they don't have to do that. But if they just let it play DS cartridges and match my eShop oh my God. purchases with my uh, 3DS eShop, it be amazing. Actually, yeah, I would, I would literally go crazy because I have so many stuff on the... If I can play so freaking... Stuff. <laughs> yeah, so many stuff. I have literally, like, I have all the Legend of Zelda games, but a large portion of them, you know, I have on digitally on that system, you know... You know, be really cool. Actually, if they do something with Pokemon Go, 
their their sales might well, just yeah, might yeah. Just so the thing is is you know you would have to you would need a data plan and you know which some, well, I, I mean like not as in like walk around as in like yeah like interacting I like, feel you like you can play with your Pokemon or something you know so you know so like if there's a if they had a Pokemon game and then you could use your Pokemon Pokemon Go to battle within that yeah. actual Pokemon game so like the thing is is you know like yeah, I wonder if it I wonder if it will have a data plan because you know then you could play a multiplayer everywhere yeah. Well, yeah and you know it may not be the best depending on your connection but that would be insane now the thing about that is it gets complicated and it gets expensive yep so you know how does that even work do you do you go in with AT&T and then you know you go there and get a data plan for it and how does that which I, I think it's better to just stick offline cause most most of their games like on the yeah. Wii and things are and offline considering that you know everywhere is a Wi-Fi hotspot nowadays you're not really missing a whole lot yeah you know but not too much and I don't think you, I don't think you can be walking around playing Call of Duty I mean you know not necessarily like Call of like Duty like Call Rise I imagine but you know um, but anywhere you would be to play like your games you'd be sit- you'd have a Wi-Fi connection or you'd be plugging it up like yeah you know, but, and, but you know like Take the, all hanging out at Starbucks I'm sure you know I'm sure it'll have local co-op because 3DS has you know download play which is yeah. essentially like it it itself uses sends its own signals and downloads on another machine without Wi-Fi, and but you know it uses its own personal. I hope that Poke tournament connections, uh, and then you. So I'm sure it'll have local play, but you know how to. Uh, so it's it's all very confusing. Now there's something I wanted to talk about and particularly get a point across that I had mm-hmm. like, that I've been trying to say for a while, uh, and it was that um, the third party. Th- argument is big for Nintendo and it's a problem but uh, I think uh, it won't be a problem for the NX and I'll tell you why even if, if they don't have third parties I have, a, I have a quick question um, it actually relates to this how much like leaking like how much have they leaked about third party support um, is now, there, is now the thing is, is, is well, there is a, there, no there is a little bit the thing is there, okay. well, um, there is you know I know there's all as the it stands I believe there is three games confirmed for the NX and only one of them is a Nintendo game. Uh, one of them is Just Dance, which they put on everything. Now, Ubisoft did say they have a bunch of stuff coming to NX, so we'll Square see. Square Enix is also said they have... Yeah, that's right, you're right. You know this is for the, the new Dragon Quest game is coming to... Uh, and Final Fantasy. Really? The, well, the not Final Fantasy XV, but the next, like, you know, little Final Fantasy game. Yeah. But uh, Square Enix are the ones who said that it was very easy to develop for. It was yeah. like copy and paste. And then, uh, hmm. then the new Sonic Generations two yeah. looking game is coming. Now that is confirmed. Now, the only other thing that Nintendo says coming to the NX is Legend of Zelda Wii U. Now, obviously, everything else is unannounced because whenever yeah. they announce the NX, they want to be like, "Look at all this stuff yeah. you can buy day one." And They're all these probably going to be Smash, Smash Bros. Game of the Year edition, um, the new Metroid game maybe, or you know whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, So, um, now, the problem with third parties... Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a yeah. little bit. Am I too loud? Yeah. Okay. Is that good? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. So, the problem with third parties on uh, 3DS and Wii U, and definitely way more so on Wii U, is on Wii U, they are completely non-existent. Mm-hmm. They do exist in 3DS, but they're, you know, they're few and far between, especially nowadays, early on... You know, you had a lot of third-party 3DS games, and, you know, some of them are really great, uh, like the Rayman games. 
uh, just awesome off yeah. the top of my head. Um, oh, the Resident yeah. Evils. Yeah, Resident Evil. I, that was like um, Revelations. Like was a Wii, was a 3DS exclusive, and, and then it was so amazing that it. it came everywhere. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, the one that I. What's the one that Mercenaries. I yeah, Mercenaries. Mercenaries was freaking amazing. Is uh, the Mercenaries I'm thinking of? Yes. Like, on Xbox, really? That's the no, thing. Resident Evil Mercenaries. Oh. Different game. Yeah, Resident Evil Mercenaries. It's like a okay, multiplayer really Resident Evil game, but it's like I, PVE. I know exactly what you're talking about. Me and Bro played it. Um, uh, yeah, it the thing. Is like, um, it was originally, it was a part of, I think it was like part of Resident Evil 5. 6. Oh, 6, yeah. Resident Evil 5 did have a thing like it, but Resident Evil 6 had an amazing version of it. But they took just that game and like they did some changes and they put it on the 3DS. What was cool is it's, um, it's multiplayer. So, like, that was the first game that whenever James moved away, that was the first game me and him played together. It was me and him both had our 3DSs. We both connected to the Wi-Fi. And then we played Resident Evil playing each other for, like, hours and hours and hours. And it was awesome. It's, it's, like, it's like Horde mode. It's just so much fun. Yeah. That's the thing is it's, like, Horde and it's, like, challenges in Horde mode. Did you, have to, hit, did you have to get the, the hit the big things for add extra time? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. pretty fun. It's fun. Cool. So, uh, back to my point. Yeah. Um, solid game. Yeah, there. Uh, you know, there is third party support on 3DS, but there isn't now. But that's because the 3DS is dying. The Wii U is dead. Uh, and X is gonna. Yeah, and X will bring them. Bring and them X both. gonna give it to you. Uh, but as a as a big Nintendo fan and as someone who actually owns a Wii U, I can attest to this. Uh, the problem with uh, with both of them is you know you get droughts, and <sighs> the worst thing for a gamer is not to have a game to play. This in this bit like, like the original release of the Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, in this business, you know, it's all about new stuff. You want to, you constantly want to have something new to play, cause just because that's you know the way it works. And uh, so you would, if you have a Wii U, if you if you have a Wii U, you're getting a game here and a game there, and then you know these lo- these big spaces in between. And at first, you know, you got something every couple months. Uh, now it's way worse. There's nothing. Um, you know, there's you get one thing and then months and months later you get another thing. I can't even I think the next game to come out for the Wii U is like Paper Mario Color Splash, which is that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I hear yeah. I hear Paper Mario games are pretty good. Um but I just mean you know like that's it. Like, but the last thing that came out was game, like Tokyo Mirage, which even still is a very niche title. Yeah. And before that it was Star Fox Zero. Which, which did not do good. Did, yeah, did terrible. Yeah, did bad. I like it. I played, but I played the whole thing in co-op. And that uh-huh. game, I pl- I tried to play a mission in single player. And what's it, wrong with it? The controls are hot garbage. Yeah, really. It's, it makes no sense. That, that, that's surprising terrible. for a Wii game. Now the problem. Game. Uh, the problem. Well, yeah. First of all, yeah, it is super yeah, surprising. It's... Now it is. It's fucking tailor made for co-op. That shit on co-op. Is it one person? Like, aren't you in the same ship and one person shoots? Yeah, one person uh, flies and then one person shoots. Um, but the person who's flying also has a gun. It's just weaker. And yeah. You can't charge it. So, you know, at least, you know, you can contribute. Wasn't there a game like that? Like, three, the three players on the Wii U that you wanted to play with? Yeah, but, okay. this is a shooter. The other one is an adventure game. Which we need to play. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. So, like, I did have fun with it, but again... Like that game, first of all, Star Fox is already kind of a niche title in comparison to the Nintendo games, and then you make yeah. one that the controls are garbage, and which is, it's crazy because it hasn't been a good Star Fox game for a while, right? 
Yeah. Star Fox 64 3D for the uh, 3DS. Like the biggest thing that's keeping Star Fox alive is his Smash Bros. career. Pretty much. So, again, a lot of people think that this one was like the nail in the coffin, but we're not talking about Star Fox. We're talking about NX. Nice. We keep getting off topic. Which, to be fair, they could totally bring back my We're three hours deep, and I, <laughs> I, wanted to t- I wanted to say this. They're getting longer. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, this one, we, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, so the thing about it um, is, you know, you get a game here, and then you don't have anything. But the thing what, but the, the thing of it is, is that they would, it would you'd get a game on Wii U, and then you'd get a game on 3DS. And then there wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be a whole lot on 3DS, but then you'd get something on Wii U. And, but if you had both systems, you had this big lineup throughout the year. Now, it's ridiculous to think of it that way because you shouldn't have to, you know... Like, that's not the way it should be, obviously. Yeah. But we're big Nintendo fans, so yeah. that's the way we got it. Yeah, that's the way we got it, and that's the way it was. So, you know, if you look at it if you look at it as one whole thing, you have this constant stream of video games. You just had to play it on whichever console they put it yeah. out on. Either you were playing on Wii U or you were playing on your 3DS, but you had a game every, you know, two, three months or so. So... Uh, well, not every two or three months, like every month. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, you have this constant stream of video games throughout the year. Um, and they're, you know, for the most part, first, they're first or second party games, and they're all great. Uh, you know, there's some bad eggs in there, but those didn't, those usually didn't show up till later. Um, but whenever, you, if you have a handheld console hybrid, you don't need. To ha- you, you you can consolidate all of your uh, game development for this one system so that you don't have to choose what system it's for. I think, uh, like, there was, you know, there's huge chunks of time in between, like, the Wii and the Wii U version of Mario Kart. I think it was, like, six years. That's because there's a stopgap of Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS because you have to have a mobile version of... You know, like a handheld version of Mario Kart, so that way you have a Mario Kart game to play on your handheld, mm-hmm. and you have a Mario Kart game to play on your home console. And you know, Smash Bros. It's a little different because they make you know they made put them out not relatively at the same time. They're they they made those apart. games in parallel. Yeah, but you know, did they have to split the teams for that? I mean, you know, they made the same game, but, you know, they developed it. Yeah, they, they probably made the game, and then they had one person working at the build for... Not one person, you know. A team. A team. Whatever, man. You know what I'm trying to say. It, it's late as shit. Yeah, it's like 2.30 in the morning. Um, Our usual podcast time. Yeah. So, yeah, you have a team, you know, working to put it on this, and a team to put it on that. But um, if whenever you consolidate all of your development teams to make for one console and it is your console and your handheld hybrid you you just you get that constant stream and you don't have cuz it you shouldn't I shouldn't as a Nintendo fan I shouldn't have to be like you know I have nothing to play on my Wii U but I have something to play on my 3DS right now now I don't have anything to play on my 3DS but I have something to play on my Wii U it's not the way it should work uh you should have a constant stream thing to play on both however that's not the way it works but with this way it is. So even if you don't have third-party support, the, the, if you combine... 3DS sales are very good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not DS, but they're still very good. It's the only real handheld out there anymore. 
Because the Vita's dead. The Vita died a long time ago. And it... Even I thought about getting a 3D, uh, 3DS, which I'm not sure everyone knows, but I'm not a handheld player at all. So, I prefer sitting at home. I do too, but I mean, well, that thing is like, I love. Well, uh, I prefer a big screen and a controller. I, this thing is like, you know, there's. I prefer it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I get headaches when I play video games, oh, and yeah, it's yeah, diminished right. by the smaller handheld. Wait. And which well, I can go to like you know, Gage Stephanie's and just kind of yeah. sit on the couch and do something. Or which just saying, if Ted likes a game, he he loves a game because he literally gets headaches and he this still thing is like, plays games. Playing video games literally hurts me because I get migraines and I get headaches. Like Halo, I can play Halo for like a good maybe hour may like I doubt too before my head's pounding but I love Halo so much that I fight that migraine like whenever Master Chief Collection came out me and me and Alex played until we probably played for like five hours before <laughs> I just like I literally stopped we had to turn off all the lights and I had to lay on the couch and take Tylenol for my headache to go away we did that for like an hour and a half, and then I came back and we started playing Halo again. I'm about to ask, do you, do you ever just take Tylenol while you're playing to help it? Oh yeah, it uh, just, just it, does, it, it doesn't really, really, it doesn't work. Man, I I don't imagine how much you're gonna kill yourself when Zelda comes out. Oh yeah, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, you, I imagine like you go switch it, like you play on the TV, then switch it to handheld, just try to slow it down, and as soon as you feel like play again, pop it back on TV. Yep, it's gonna hurt. That's not that sucks. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's. Kind of, de- I've kind of, you know, learned to live with it. I, I, thing is like, I do think it's really cool that you know when you love a video game enough, you just, you literally fight your way to do that game. So, I looked at so I, while you guys were talking, I was looking up and sales figures for the Wii U uh-huh. is uh, in total about thirteen million. That compa- in comparison to, do you have the other ones on there? No, but it's very low. Ridiculous. And then uh, the 3DS is about 58 million, a little higher. Um, I've yeah. So the, the 3DS obviously just destroyed the Wii U, but if you combine those two, uh, you get about 70 or so million. Which uh, what are you doing? Xbox One sales hit 18 million. They don't release sales data for Xbox Ones. You yeah. should look up PS4 sales data. PS4 sales? Yes. They have definitive sale data because PS4 is selling like a freaking hotcakes. PS4 sales. That is PS4 versus Xbox One. Let's get on this one. I think they're at like 80 million? What? Wow. 40 million play PS PlayStation. I was about to say it. No, yeah, like 40 million. 40. That's crazy. So. How much was. Uh, 58 3DS's 13 Wii U's yeah 13 million Wii U's so in total about 70 million dang which you know obviously like PS4 is selling huge that's an expensive console yeah so I mean well my point is it is in in this selling pretty much just on Nintendo software those two consoles combined sold you know about uh, a little over 70 million Mm mhm that is a very respectable number for a console. If the Wii U, if the like, first of all, and then the people who have Wii U's, first of all, are the mega hardcore, and the people who have 3DS's are hardcore handheld gamers, 
where you know kids who buy them or you know so you know what i mean yeah because those are the people who buy those things uh so if that translates but you know they're not the they're not as casual as like the wii or the 3ds is or you know like a ps4 i don't know saying casual and not a casual gamer play but then you know it has a lot of market share it has a lot of mind share because everyone knows what these things are uh so if it can translate those sales to this handheld console hybrid uh because the handheld obviously sells the bulk of their total sales profit mm-hmm. you know total sales um 70 million is a lot of consoles now granted these have both been on the market for quite a, a few like quite time. a few years compared to a ps4 i mean i think the wii u came out a year before the ps4 came out and the 3ds came out uh i think a year before that if i remember correctly um, which I think I believe may puts it about 2012 is when the 3ds came out. I think it may have been 2011, but I think it was 2012 when 3ds came out. So about four years. Um, I'll look it up. Ah. Oh, did I accidentally hit the table? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, listener. I'm pretty sure uh, it won't be as bad as them. These headphones, man. 2011. 2011. Go on, Ted. Okay, so. 2011, so about five years it's been on the market. A little Man. over. This price is, it was originally priced as much as like we use cost now. Yeah, they're very expensive. Dang. Uh, so that puts it at about, you know, a little over 11 million a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming it's sold the same amount all five years, which you know isn't true, but whatever. So a little over 11 million a year. Um, and then that puts, you know, we use, I believe, came out in 2012. Uh, no yeah 2012 they did come out in 2012 because the ps4 came out in 2013 um i still remember those commercials they were just so bad so the the so that's 2012 that's four years that's like that's like four million a year that's terrible uh but like i said if you consolidate those sales into one number and you can translate that to a console hybrid which it, which will be tough because there will be drop off um, and there people who keep their 3DS because it's still new but you have a respectable system and they have gone on record to say that they're selling the NX at a profit so if you can translate those sales you have a very respectable piece of hardware um, and if you keep the constant flow of Nintendo games that you have not currently but you did have whenever they were doing active development for both systems, uh, which is, you know, it's all about the NX right now. So that's why there's no games coming out for it. Yeah. Um, but that you d- maybe like a year ago where you had a constant stream of games just split between the two systems, you have that consolidated. So even without third... Sp- my, my, my overall point being, what I've, all, what I've been striving to explain, <laughs> uh, is with a consolidate. So even without third-party support which again an ideal situation we do have and hopefully we do you know yeah hope now if it do we get call of duty on it i mean for the average consumer i hope so but i def you know def- i would prefer just to have these all these adventure games on yeah it. now I, I mean we definitely definitely see like just you know the more stuff on it the better that's just general because the thing is like for us if me and alex will buy it as in just a nintendo machine you know if if you just give it a Nintendo machine, we'll buy it. But you know, 
Jane Doe and, you know, John Jay, you know, parents, whatever, they're not going to want to buy their kids just a Nintendo machine. Yeah. They're going to want to buy their kids, you know, yeah. something to where anytime something goes, oh, that looks, I want that, yeah. they can throw it on there. What's well, that, the new Call of Duty? That's just gift for old Johnny. Well, my, my point being is that... Uh, Oh Johnny! If it's just a Nintendo <laughs> machine, that's all right. Because just these the 3DS and the Wii U are pretty much just Nintendo machines. The 3DS less so. Yeah. If they kill their other two, just make this a Nintendo machine. Yeah, yeah, that's they still, can do good. That's and it and it and again and this is all speaking hypothetically that those sales translate. That is a respectable system. That is 70 million units. You know, a little bit less. So you know, again with my limited information 70 million units sold at a profit not to mention all of the software you you sell for that system and you have a constant stream of nintendo games i am not looking forward to the days where i'm like huh should i get should i get so-and-so game on nintendo x or well, uh xbox one so i hope that i am because i will always get it on nintendo I, I hope that i hope that you know i hope oh. i explained it in a way yeah. that's easily understandable, is that if even if you don't have Call of Duty on it, there will always be something to play. Yeah. Whereas you, that is a hundred percent. And I'm not trying to Which, be an evangelist for Nintendo because that is not the case on Wii U, and that is not the case on 3DS. Right, everyone that owns an Xbox or PlayStation knows that. Like, I forgot, I forgot what months, but there's a certain like I think three yeah. months where there's literally nothing to play. But you know, well, that's see the thing is, is because of like indies and stuff like that. That just isn't the case anymore. There's always mm-hmm. games coming out, but that isn't the case for Wii U and 3DS at all. Like, there's sure there's indies come out, but you know, stuff just doesn't happen there. Like, uh, games come out literally every week on 3D or on Xbox and PS4. A lot of them are crap. You don't ever, you'll never buy yeah. most of them. But there's always stuff coming out every single week, all the time, and that is nowhere near the case for Wii U and 3DS. And that sucks, and that's bad, and that shouldn't happen. But um, the only reason you're not having constant games like you used to have is because they're just all all steam, full steam ahead for the NX. And granted, that it's a really sucks for me and every other parkour Nintendo fan out there with a Wii U and a 3DS collecting dust. Not to say you know they're not putting stuff out. You just had Monster Hunter come out as big. You have uh, you know Tokyo Mirage again big game i love it but a good example is I, I don't look at i don't look at the wii u and go man i wish i had one of those so i could play this game yeah but with the nx and you know uh, and it, with, the, with the nx i look at it, i'm like man i really wish i could play zelda if you have limited third party support uh so for instance let's take the new sonic game as an example because it's confirmed for nx mm-hmm. uh one of the few things now now that's a little different because the nx probably won't be as powerful and it's not gonna and the Sonic is not going to take advantage of a lot of that power because it's a cartoony game, it's a platformer, mm-hmm. just the way it happens. But that game is coming out for Xbox and it's coming out for NX, and I would a hundred thousand times better because I know that game is going to run very <laughs> similarly on both consoles because it doesn't require that much power. I'm going to buy it on NX hundred percent because I can play it anywhere. I got a pro controller, so <laughs> that's debatable for me. So, I mean, well, you, you'll get one too. So yeah. Well, I don't care. I can play wherever yeah, I go. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then now this this does come to a point where now hypothetically speaking, the new Elder Scrolls game comes out and it comes out on an X. 
it'll not run as well on an X as it will on Xbox One and PS4. Flat out, I don't know what the concessions will be, if there'll be frame rate, if there'll be draw distance, if there'll be resolution, what those concessions will be, but if it does, if it is on NX, the same as it is on PS4 and Xbox One, what I'll have to decide as a consumer and what every other consumer will have to decide if they do have multiple consoles, do I want it to run better or do I want to play it on the go? Assuming, of course, all these things are true. And for a game like Elder Scrolls or Fallout, it's a hard decision to make, but assuming the con- assuming I'm not taking that big of a hit as far as graphical fidelity, it's not, you know, garbage. I'd rather play that on the go. I'd rather be able to go wherever I want to, go to whoever's house I want to, go over to school, you know, to train, to work, wherever, and just have that and play it anytime. I think I might wait a little bit just so... Uh... Yes, so I want to see the reviews, how well it's going to do. By that, I mean, I want to see you buy it and see how good it is if yeah. I buy it. And, <laughs> and we'll do a podcast or a video and all kinds of yeah. whatnots over that. So, what's up? Wrap it up. Oh. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing cuckoo. You're doing crazy. Whatever. You got to move it out. Uh, three and a half hours. It's the big circle, buddy. It's the big yeah, circle. I know. I just get very passionate about this. Oh yeah, it's, it's fun. It's late. I am not feeling well. Uh, did we mention uh, that, that you're that you're in pain throughout the entire process? You can leave if you want to, because if we're just gonna finish up, you what? know. I said right. if you want to go to bed, you can go to bed. No, no we we all gotta do the stay nerdy, man. Come on. Shut up, Sebastian. If he wants, if he's, in, he hurt his back. If he wants to go to bed, he can go to bed. We're just gonna wrap up anyway, so it doesn't make a big. No, let's wrap up. It's fair. Don't want Sebastian. It's gonna take a whole minute. Okay. Just let's go. Okay. Uh, all right. Bye. All right. So that's about it for I, the um, next stuff. Going to give all the shoutouts. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I feel like we already did him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we can uh so hit YouTube. Uh, we're at, at the social uh, social nerds on YouTube. Or check us out on Google. We're like the first thing. Yeah, that's the thing. If if you Google us, if if you Google the social nerds, we are like the second thing to pop up, and it's because our first video we made is self titled the social nerds, and it's posted by the social nerds. So if you can't find us on YouTube because we're you know we don't have we're a relatively new channel, as far as our videos and subscribers, uh. Just Google us, and it'll pop up. And, um, you know, you can tell because there's three fucking goofy dudes sitting on a couch. Yep. Uh, You're actually the first thing that pops up uh, whenever you Google, whenever you put the social nerds in YouTube is the social nerds. It's the first. Video. Oh, because it's the self-entitled video? All right, well, there's that too. Um, like we said earlier, uh, we'll be Twitch streaming. Um which Ted will be in charge of that uh, soon. And uh, let me look up the Twitch username because I'm fairly certain it's the social nerds, all one word, because you have to... Usernames on Twitch are weird. Uh, Yep, the social nerds, all one word. And I don't know if it matters, but it's capital T, capital S, and capital N, the social nerds, all one word. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at social underscore nerds. You can follow our Instagram and Snapchat, which is which is essentially my Instagram and Snapchat, but 
the only thing I post about is nerdy social nerd stuff. So it's a which we we're usually all together for that stuff. Yeah, uh, just like the Twitter is pretty much my Twitter, but again, that's all I post yeah, about. We'll, we'll be there for the minute release of Gears of War, and that'll. Uh, but that's uh, at the social nerd sixty. Uh, or, damn it, I think it's the social nerd sixty four. I'm gonna check it right now. Yep, the social nerd sixty four, on Snapchat and Instagram. Hard to get all these fucking domain names. Uh, Mike Kings. I'm trying to see if we're missing anything else before uh, we get to them. We're going. We have an unboxing video. Okay. Yes, right. We uh, so uh, we just did a really good unboxing video for these Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Collector's Edition statues, which should be out at the same time. This is yeah, which should be posted about the same time this is uploaded. Um, even. Even if you don't want to watch that video because you don't like unboxings, or maybe if you don't like Batman Superman and you're wrong, it's goofy. It is funny as hell, so you should watch it just to get some laughs because it's hilarious. Uh, I do some I do some funny stuff, and uh, I'm trying to think of this. I think that's pretty much we got Twitch. Yeah. Oh, email if you want to email us for whatever reason. We listed all these things. Critiques, you know, yeah. requests. Uh, we're at the social nerds for you at gmail dot com. Is that so like F O R number? Uh and then uh just to remind and again, less and less time reminder the Suicide Squad podcast uh will be our very this one will be our last kind of real podcast podcast and the Suicide Squad review will be the last podcast posted to this RSS feed, mm-hmm. which essentially means this subscription. So you will, if you want to keep listening... Check us out on Podbean. For what, well, you, you'll still, if you're on like iPhone, oh, you'll, yeah. st- you'll just have to, you'll have to resubscribe to the new one. And I'll, I'm going to try to figure out how to deactivate or something like that, where maybe you can still access it, but it's, you'll have to find us on the new one. And I'll definitely, I'll post links to it everywhere. So that way you can get to it. Assuming I, know, I can figure out how to do that. But my point is, is you're going to have to resubscribe because our podcast server sucks. I'm sorry. sorry. I wish we didn't have to do it. I wish we would have used Podbean from the very beginning and then we wouldn't have to worry about this. But, but we're I, just starting out. As a constellation, we will be doing this weekly. So. Yeah, we will be doing this 100% weekly because now we're paying for it. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to pay for it if we're not doing it. That's right, you hear that? We're paying for it so we can make podcasts for you because that's how much we want to do this. Uh, Alright, so last shout-outs, then I think we're done, right? Yep. Um, so... Adam Gumby. Yep, so big shout-out. Like the, like the, the biggest shout-out. The biggest, biggest shout-out to Adam Gumby and the Mike Kings. For uh, really kicking us into gear and yep. constantly... Always have our back, yep. always down, ever since... Day one, rocking it. Now, uh, you need to follow them at the Mike Kings. If you like us, you'll like them. It's a good show. I listen to it every week. Um, it's just them hanging out, telling their opinions on life, pop culture, and all manner of things, really. Uh, they, uh, they, they take topics on their Twitter page all the time. If you follow me, I retweet them just about everything they say. So, uh Every week, if you want to hear them talk about something, they'll do it, which is super great. I send, I try to send them a topic once a week, although I've been slack on the last couple weekends just because I've been really? busy. You know, we had the uh, we had the Comic Con, and then I, last I, weekend I need, make, I need to get on Twitter. 
Yeah, you do. We had the Comic-Con on this weekend, and then I was doing something else last weekend, so I wasn't able to check my Twitter. And I feel real bad about it, because I'm always... He's always so on top, you know, yeah. giving me a shout-out. I gotta be like... Every time he posts something, I'm like, retweet that. Everyone... I don't have a lot of followers, but I want you to see it. But they're on Podbean, right? Hmm? They're on Podbean? Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's... just search the Mike Kings for their podcast. Podbean is just the app in which you use, but you... It's, it's M I C. Yeah, M I C. You know the M I C K I N G S. And they're at the Mike Kings on one word. And uh, give me one second. Looking for the Twitter handle? Huh? I'm, I have all of their Twitter handles, like their personal ones, that I'm going to also specifically say because they're they're the shiznit. So the first one that came up is at Kylon. Uh, K-Y-L-O-N that dude's funny uh, at D underscore Warner 6 for David Warner he's the host of the show hmm. it's like Adam Gumby's show but he hosts it which is cool because you know it's a good dynamic yeah because like you know I, I like to think this is my show but I host it because of that it makes me feel like a dick because I'm talking all the time I mean, I, I tend to just ask you questions to yeah. really bring home points. You always have a guest. Why are you looking at me, man? Because you're, you're, you're like a guest today. I'm not the guest. <laughs> we yeah. usually have an, we, always, we always have extra people. I'm right. the third man. At Adam Gumby. Uh, for Adam Gumbert, the man, the shiznit. Hashtag Gumby Nation. Hashtag <laughs> Gum. Hashtag B. All day. Dude goes hard. Uh, I think that's it for them. At least the ones who I have on my Twitter. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll give more shout-outs throughout every yep. week. Man, they have an infinite shout-out. Because they, be they give us an infinite shout-out. So every yep. week, we got to hit them with that. Tell them we're going to be like the pillars of podcasting. <laughs> uh... I really wish we do a like a pretty cool cross show. A collab. Yeah. One day. Yep. We'd have to fly to Kentucky. Uh so shout out to Podbean for not sucking. Oh, uh and we look forward to seeing more of you. And as always Stay, stay nerdy. nerdy. Yeah. Social Nerdcast, episode 4 or 5.